they're the ones who ended up getting scattered all over who, the world. Who is us? For anyone who's listening. Oh, right, who's listening <laughs> they can't see us. Yeah, the children of Israel in the scriptures. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh are us you know what I mean and we're understanding how we ended up in the situation we end up in how we end how we end up finding ourselves in the certain countries we find ourselves in so I'm looking at this but then the most important thing that struck me was the fact that you've got the creator who created the heavens and earth and everything in between and he's given mankind a set of instructions on how to live on this land mm-hmm. and how to take care of the land and how to operate with each other mm-hmm. and mankind are just ignoring it and he's showing you that if you just do it, everything will be beneficial and everything will be blessed. Ways to eat and everything. And everything. Mm. So these things hit me and I was just like, yo. So I'm just researching, researching, researching. And now I'm researching, this is where the changes in me is coming. And even when it came to Stop the Violence, I'd already started the journey because by the time I'd done Stop the Violence, okay. mm. the information was there. Mm. And because I had these two cassettes now, it was just like, make a choice. And I was like, I ain't going I that way. You know what I mean? Now I can see that the devil and Satan's real and he's operating yeah. heavily in a field that I love and I look at, which was music. Now I'm not doing nothing that way. I'm just being super careful when I go in there. Mm. Sorry. I'm being mindful as to how I operate, the things that come out of my mouth and how I communicate, mm. and then most importantly, the things that I'm trying to do with other people because I don't mm. want to mislead people. You know what I mean? And I don't want people going down the wrong path because I can now understand that our people have been blatantly set up. People, I'm not saying by everybody because not everybody knows, mm. but certain people in top positions they know who we are mm-hmm. and they want to keep us they want to keep us back mm-hmm. and they want to keep us down because if we can start showing other people which is our duty our duty was to be the light onto the mm-hmm. rest of the world and at the end of the day the adversary has got us being the light towards him you know what i mean we do the most biggest foolishness and everybody in the world will copy us yeah cuz we're very inf- Raw talent in the house. Dwayne, you here? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Caught him by surprise. You did, you did, you did. I'll explain that one in a bit. I'll explain that I'm one. I'm not cutting it, you know. Yeah, it's not very negative. No, no, no. I'll explain it. No, no, no. You're me. I'm saying Dwayne oh, and you're right, here. Right, right, right. But I'll show you. I'll explain that. I'll explain. Raw show? talent here. Dwayne, you here? I am kind of here. He's kind of here. Is here. Uh, Sarah, are you here? I'm here. Yes, oh, I am. We've got real talent in the house. Mr. H, you here? I'm here. Mr. B, you here? Mr. B is here. All right. All right, Mr. B. Not what you think. Not what you think. Straight from nuts. Flows that we got. Keeping it hot. Loaded. Ready. Come in with that, Mr. Come in with that, Dwayne, man. Come in. Come back again. Come back and freestyle again, man. Please. Nah, I'm just toying. I'm toying. I'm toying. All right, all right, all right. So, this week's guests are a married couple. He began Raw Talent organization over 21 years ago. Wait. Raw Talent's main objective is to use music to empower and help young people. They have supported a number of schools and community groups across the East Midlands. The story began over 21 years ago, working alongside the NSPCC, delivering dance, song, rap, lyric writing, spray art, amongst other things. Since then, they've headed the Stop the Violence campaign, 
provided overseas work for young people and performers, extended their business into events and bookings management, and created their own record label, Good News Music. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Raw Talent! <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, man. Oh. It's so good to see you. I, I don't even know the last time. I think I saw, the last time I saw you, I think you were driving, and I was yes. driving, and we, um, and, uh, and we were driving, and just went, kind of went like that. We yeah, passing by. Yeah. Because yeah. so, I thought you was like abroad. I thought you like settled abroad. And... Yeah, that, yeah, that we, we did. We did. Um, oh goodness! I think the last time I physically saw you, yeah, would have been um, when was the last Nottingham Carnival? And we were coming to that carnival, and you was leaving. Really? I, yeah. I haven't been to carnival for. It was like was it there was a, something happening in the meadows. It was, was yeah. It, it was on the. It was on the. the um, yes, 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 yes. That yes, was the last time I was passing. Yes, yes. And then the so last time I saw you, Mr. H, would have been. I can't wow. remember. Was I on the door for? You was yeah. You was doing something, I was, and I was doing yeah, something. And you was doing, I, was I was working the door. Yeah, yeah. and you was. Yeah, I, it was either like market door. bar or ch did it change? Oh no, 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 no. The one over oh, the bar eleven. Yeah, I was working bar eleven, and that was the last time I saw you as well. Wow, that was ages ago. Yeah. So yeah, I ain't seen you two brothers in yeah, a long while. Time. In, in, in a, a while, time. yeah, I mean a good couple of years. So how long have you been back in the UK? Have you, um, or was you just like kind of living a bit out there, living a bit? Um, since last September. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we've come so back. So pretty recent. Yeah. yeah, pretty recently we've yeah. come back because COVID says now nah, your finances aren't set up like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, drive back, side back, and get everything stable before you go back out there. Still. So you're thinking but, of going out there again in the future? Um, where, where is out there? Sorry. Out there was Spain. Spain. Um, yeah, it was in Spain, and that's that's part of the story that I'm going to get to. Yeah. In fact, let's just jump in and just get there, you know what I mean? Because that's what threw me off when he says, oh, Dwayne. Dwayne. <laughs> <laughs> All right, because not many people call me by Dwayne. I mean, people who yes. know me obviously will call me by Dwayne, but then a lot of people who I've seen in the past few years would call me by my spiritual name, Azaria. Azaria, yeah. okay. You know what I mean? So it was like, sometimes I get like, Who's the way? Who's yeah. the way? You know what I mean? I do it when people will shout your name and I'm yeah. like, huh? Yeah. And what? <laughs> but it's one of them. You, it yeah. just threw me off. It just totally threw oh, me okay. off. Is that <laughs> what you call him now then? I call him Azaria. Yeah. 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 Ah, okay. For like, I don't know, 12, 13 years? Is it longer than that? Like, it's been such a long time. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you changed your name, but yeah. on, on Messenger, it's still Dwayne. Oh, so. <laughs> that, that, that in itself is a story because it, it was a case of I wanted to do a promotion yeah. on Facebook. And I'm trying to do this promotion on Facebook. And Facebook says, Oh, we need either a passport or a driving license okay. in order for you to pay for this promotion. So, I was getting a bit like, Why do you need my details when I'm giving you money? Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. And at first, I resisted and I resisted and I thought, Oh, you're just going to have to just go with it. So, then I gave my driving license. Yeah, yeah, so I got it verified and then gave them my government name. So, yeah, <laughs> that's what's on Facebook. But then I've got another Facebook account, which okay. is Diazaria. So if you see that one, I'm, I use both of them anyway. Okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so I, I know that intro. I mean, you guys have done loads so much, so much in the mm. past from so much. way back when. You know, before Just, before yeah. the social media like kind of explosion. You mm. know. Okay, but, so I would have met you Avalanche. Was it Avalanche or Presh? Oh, 
Uh, I don't know. It was one of them. Yeah. And then from there, I think I met you not long after, but I don't think you were together. At the oh, time. no, we've been together forever. Like, we've been together for 26 was you, years. Were you together then? Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Well, it didn't seem like that anyway. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then I met you. <laughs> but yeah, that was a long time well, ago. Avalanche was in the 90s, wasn't yeah. it? Was well, it? Yeah. Yeah, 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 late 90s. Late 90s. Yeah, we've been together since, yeah. 26 years, wow. nearly 27 yeah, years. Wow. Yeah. You don't, you don't <laughs> hear that in too much of a Especially if you're young that, people, Harry, you young people. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Brilliant. So like I was saying, you know, the intro that I did didn't even compliment, touch, touch <laughs> the amount of stuff that you've done. We're going to go through yeah. a lot of that oh, if, yeah, today you know, anyway. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to know, like, kind of, the story way back when, from before you guys even met, I want to get both your stories, your journeys, you can tell us what you want to tell us, yeah. but like kind of, are you both not born and bred? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Dwayne, we're, we're from rival areas, is apparently. It? Go on the next clip. Apparently. Rather than Meadows? Yeah. Um, St. Hans. St. Hans. And Meadows. Um, no, no, I don't know. Because for me, the rival thing, this is, it, this is, well, this is why it, it comes never along made, like it in never the future. It never made no yeah. sense to me yeah. because it was a case of <laughs> my family started off in Radford. Yeah. So that's okay. my, that was my starting point. Then, um, where were you in Radford? In Radford, so you could say Radford or Lenton because it was Derby oh, okay. Grove. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? So it was that, that area where it's that middle area where it's in between Lenton and in, in between Radford. Mm. But then when my mum and dad got together, the first place they got was Heisen Green. Oh, okay. And then from Heisen Green, they bought a house in St. Anne's. Then when they split, um, I was living in um, NG2. So then I was at my grandma's in NG2 for a few years and then my mum's first house that she got on her, ho on her own was in St. Anne's. Yeah. Then my first house that I got was in Radford. You know yeah. what I mean? So, so for you've me, done, you've done the rounds, I mean. I've done rounds. Heisen Green, you know Meadows. what I mean? So for me, it never made sense. And then I always looked at, I've got family in Bullwell, I've got family in Baseford, I've got family in Bilbra, I've got family in all over the city. So I just, so when, it, when certain things were popping off, didn't make no sense to yeah. me mm. at all at all because I never looked at myself as a one area guy. I know some people looked at me and thought, he's St. Anne's. And then some people might have looked at me and said, no, nah, but his, his affiliation is tight with Radford because that's where a lot of my family still were. Yeah. And obviously I spent quite a bit of time in Radford going to check family and stuff as well. And then I had family in NG too, so... You know what I mean? So for me, I was I was always in different ends. Well, was yeah. that was that rivalry there? When no, when I was there? younger, the rivalry wasn't there. You know what I mean? The you rivalry from area to area, I, no problems. We, Everyone knew we, each other. We all knew each other. We all would walk to different ends. I remember, you know what I mean? Some of us walking from a party in Top Valley, and then as we passing different ends, people are breaking off and going home. You know what I mean? And these are the things that we'd do. We'd all walk together. They would do events together in Tennyson, which is in Radford. Yeah, I remember then, Tennyson. you know what I mean? Then obviously we'd do events in St. Anne's. Oh my gosh. UKD was it? Yes. At the bottom. Yes. You know what I mean? UKD, then gosh. we'd do, you know what I mean? So, and then obviously we'd just, and was it Greenway? Not Greenway. What's the one in? Greenway, uh, Snenton. In Snenton. That's yeah, Snenton. What's the one in uh, Meadows? There's two. It's not the... Uh, uh, the community centre. Yeah. Meadows Boys Club. Yeah, not Meadows Boys Club. The community centre where... Uh, what's it called? Delroy works there, doesn't he? Yeah. Or used to. Yeah. Um, but you yeah. know what I mean? So we used to just bounce. Yeah, you know what I mean? Everywhere. And just go everywhere and, and do different... You know what I mean? Do different Queen's parties. Queen's Walk. Queen's Walk. That's, that's the one. Yeah. yeah. And big, it was... Yeah. yeah, the big place. Yeah. 
Yeah. And yeah, for us, it, there was no rivalry or anything like that. I mean, the only rivalry was more the sound system thing because the youngsters were, that we, we we were youngsters and we was like, okay, then we had different sound systems. You had obviously Gemini, which was um, Bradford. You had um, Wrecking, which was St. Tans. And then, again, this shows the eclectic of us because we was... We wasn't part of the sound, but from our, from our school, which was kind of like the starting point of me getting into music, there was Denzi, there was Leon Mack, and who else was in our school? And they joined a sound called Unique Sound. Yes. But Unique, Is that where the radio station came from then? Well, Unique, I don't know, you know. Because when I came, <laughs> wasn't there a radio station in Nottingham called Unique? The Pirate uh... Radio. Unique possibly. Un yeah. Possibly. Maybe. Possibly, but yeah. And then that was... Then the the system was based in Meadows, which was Macca and um, Darren um, Eckford. And they were the kind of like, that's where the, the actual speaker boxes and the sound came from. But then the talent was mixed from different places. So even though they, they would look like there was a Meadows sound, it wasn't quite a Meadows sound, unless you're going to say, yeah, it's based on the speakers. So, <laughs> yeah. So, you know what I mean? For me, I've always just been in the mix of so many different, different people. So, yeah. What about you, Sarah? What, where are your ends from? What yeah, St. Hans. That's where I'm. That's where I'm from. My mum moved to loads of different houses in St. Hans. She was a bit of like, you know, you'd be in one house for a few years, and then instead of just redecorating, it seemed like we was just constantly moving around. Yeah, so we'd go like from the Wells Road, and then we'd go like up, up Brewster's Road, and was just like all over. But it was always um, within St. Hans. Yeah. But obviously, for for me, it was a little bit different because I'm I'm a bit younger than Azaria. So when I was growing up, it was more that's when the rivalry started to come in. Mm. But even still, I would still go to different areas because I thought, well, I'm not involved in nothing. Yeah. So I, I never understood the concept of we're not supposed to go mm. to another area yeah. or another person was bad or whatever. So mm. for me... Well, do any every pro um, uh, sorry, was there ever any problems um, going I mean, to for you, going no, to different areas? I never or? encountered it myself, but I don't know whether that's just because being a girl... Um, I don't know, and when I was growing up as well, even like at 14, I looked about 11 or 12. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So they probably would just leave me alone anyway. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So no, I never had any problems myself. Okay. <laughs> so you, you touched on school a little bit there. Mm. So what school did you go to? I went to um, Trinity. Trinity? School. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so everyone's been there. She raised as a Catholic. Why? I went to Catholic school from three and a half years old For all real? the way till I, was, um, till I finished at 11. Ra wow. Raised by yeah. the nuns, I went, Yeah, raised by wow. the nuns. Really? Beaten by the nuns. Wow. Yeah, I, mean, I went to St. Mary's, <laughs> then we went to St. Augustine's, and then Trinity. Uh, so did Trinity go up to 18 or something? Or um, they, I don't I can't recall. Yes, they did have a sixth yeah. form. Oh, boy. Yeah, they did have a sixth form, but I got excluded <laughs> on my very, 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 very last day of school. How? What? That very last day? Very, very last day. I done all my exams <laughs> and I got... So what, you was a fifth year or year 11? Yeah, or I was a year 11 as it would be called now. And on my very last day, basically, I've gone into the school because football was the route I was going through. And the PE teacher, he was going to sign some letters to send out to all the clubs. Um, I'd been playing football at a good level, so he was like, yeah, he was happy to co-sign. I've gone into the school, and a teacher who is um, head of the computer room 
computer and he just come out as well so the head of the computer room is in he said to me okay come in on this particular day now i had no need to come into the school because obviously i've done my exams and everything but i've come into the school to check this teacher and get my letters printed and then meet the other teacher and get everything signed off i've gone to the school in the morning and the teacher's not there so if you, I don't know if you guys know Trinity School, but Trinity's got two schools. You've okay. got upper school and lower school. Okay. okay. The, the sites are close by. One's on Beachdale Road. One's on, um, oh, I forget the name of the road, but it's off Aspen Lane. Okay. But the, the sites are very, very, very close by. Okay, so I've gone um, looking for him where he said he was going to be. He's not there. Okay, teacher said to me, go and look for him in lower school. See if he's there. Gone to look for him in lower school. He's not there. The teachers, the teachers are adamant. No, he's in upper school. And he told me to come in in the morning because he goes, there's no lessons in the computer room until after lunch. So come in in the morning, you can print your letters. So I've gone in and I'm bouncing around all morning trying to find this teacher. And every time I go to the upper school um, staff room, I'm being told, no, he's not here today. So I thought, do you know what? There's other things I needed to sort out in the school anyway, like I needed to collect my artwork and certain little bits. I had a microphone that got busted and the um, DT teacher said he was going to repair it. So I thought, do you know what? And I'm this here. is all on the last day? This is all on my very last day. So I've gone, got these things fetched. Then, cut a long story short, I'm getting very, 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 very frustrated because if you can imagine, I've got to school before 9 o'clock in the morning and it's now reached lunchtime and this teacher is nowhere to be found in this TARDIS of a staff room. So now you're getting into my mentality. So I'm thinking, this TARDIS of a staff room. And every time, so I'm getting wise now. So I'm like, every time a teacher comes out of the staff room, I'm like, is Mr. Rear here in there? Mr. Campbell was his name. Is Mr. Campbell in there? Yeah, he is. Knocking on the staff room door. Um, I'm here to see Mr. Campbell. Teacher goes back into the staff room and goes, oh, he's not here. So I'm like, oh, darn, now. These teachers have done told me that Mr. Campbell's in the staff room. So, I, so now I'm rearing up, really, really rearing up. Then I've kicked off, kicked open the staff room door now. And I'm like, I don't know what is going on. You make me come to school, rear, 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 rear. So then now the teacher's like, calm down, calm down. So then Mr. Campbell, they've decided, oh, go and see him, go and see him. So he's come to the staff room door and it's one of them swing shut doors. And he opens the door. And he goes, yeah, I'm sorry, I can't bother to help you today. What? Bam! And the door shuts on my face. He so said, I'm I can't be bothered can't to help you. Can't be bothered to help you today. So I'm like... So what was your no. relationship like with him anyway? I didn't really even have a relationship with him. Because it was just like... I don't know if you guys... I, I don't, you know what I mean? You might be closer to my age. Where, I think we're the same age. Yeah, computers at secondary school it was just coming in so we didn't do too much and it yeah, was quite basic had the yeah. green screen yeah <laughs> and, and it was basic cream thing yeah. with black yes. buttons and orange buttons at the top you know what I mean so to pass that course it was a minor so I didn't really have much time with this teacher and I'm trying to think did, yeah we did have Mr Campbell for IT so I didn't really have a relationship or a fallout with him he was just a very funny guy then one teacher Yares his soul you know what I mean Mr Brown he saw me ready to not only kick off the staff room door this time, so he's come and grab me. What's the matter? What's the matter? And then I goes, this is what so I've explained to him the situation. He goes, all right, then don't worry. I've got a key to the computer room. 
I will let you into the computer room, get your letters done, blah. So I go, cool. So I've stuck around for a few more minutes. He's taken me in to the um, computer room, bam, set me up, I'm ready, printing off my letters. Then who walks into the computer room? Mr. Campbell walk into the computer room. And he come with his, what you doing in here? So I was just like, mm. right. I know I'm gonna bust his head. So, <laughs> so, so it was one of them where I'm sitting on the chair, I got off the chair, I threw the chair at him, and like I said, I went to go and fetch my microphone, and the microphone had this leather case. And I thought, if I lick him with this mic with this case, so yeah, oh lost my temper, lost it completely. And next thing you know, the deputy head. He come and he's like, this behavior is not acceptable. And I'm like, why is this teacher trying to wind me up and do this to me? What have I done wrong to him? Blah, blah, blah. So then the PE teacher's come and he goes, calm down, calm down. Got the letters and he started signing it. And then before I even reached home, they must have wrote that letter to say, we do not want him back in this school. Mm. He is expelled. We will not be accepting him for sixth form. Did you, is that, was that your plan to my go plan, to My plan was to go 6-1, really? actually. Wow. To, that was my plan. Wow. So, yeah, so they just, you know what I mean? So I had to, it was a blessing, really, because I ended up going to Clarendon College. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, yeah, so that was the situation I got exposed. So what, what was, what was mum like when... No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine. Oh. Right, so I finished school, so I'm lying in bed. <laughs> and I'm resting, and I'm thinking, yeah, yeah I don't have to get up. Mm. And all I'm hearing is, Dwayne! Dwayne! <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm like, what's the matter? What's the matter? And she comes and I say, what's this? And she shows me the letter and the letters saying, you've been expelled from school. Explain it. So I'm having to explain myself. And then after I done explain myself, she was like, all right. She allowed me. She didn't, well, she had to go to work anyway, so I don't think she had the energy to beat me. So she just thought, no, just explain. So I explained myself and she's like, what are you gonna do? So I was like, I don't know, and then yeah. So that was it. So she was she was kind of cool after she calmed down. So yeah. So what about yourself, Sarah? What what was school like? What school oh, did you go to? Goodness. Wait. <laughs> Mine's not as bad as that. <laughs> now I went to Elliot Durham. Okay. So now it's what is it? It's an academy now. Yeah, yeah. Nottingham Academy. Nottingham Academy. 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 Yeah, yeah. Academy. on, on Ransom oh, Road. Yeah, my son plays basketball there. Yeah. Sometimes. So yeah, I liked it. I enjoyed school. Didn't enjoy the teachers so much. I enjoyed some of the teachers. I wasn't very um, academic, let's say. I was a bit more, I'd question a lot of things. I feel like a lot of the time, um, I would rub teachers up the wrong way in, in a respect because it was sort of like, you know, when someone's telling you something and I'm the same now where if I don't understand, I'll ask mm -hmm. like, could you explain that? Because I don't understand what you're saying or what does that word mean? And it's not like I'm just try I'm trying to be out of order. It's just, I'm trying to get understanding from it or if they're telling you you know you've got to do it this way and I'll be like oh okay but why do I have to do it that way mm -hmm. you know and so it was like question it yeah, yeah so I'd get into trouble yeah for all of that it was like I was too um too mouthy okay so I'd get sent out of the classroom so I'd sit outside of the classroom um so yeah I was I don't know I feel like a bit like I was neglected at school because <laughs> it was one of those where I felt like a lot of the times um I needed help with certain things like especially like with maths, oh my maths teacher was horrendous. And Mr. Major, Mr. Major, if you're listening, <laughs> Mr. Major, Mr. Major, yeah, it was like I would struggle with certain things. And you know, some kids they'll do do things like they'll act out a little bit in class 
when you don't want to answer a question because he would get you and say right come and stand up in front of the board and answer this question and I would like obviously act out and whatever and he'll be like come up and stand in front of this and I'll be like oh I don't know the answers to this but instead of him being like oh do you know what We'll no, leave wait. you. I'll, I'll, I can see you under pressure. I'll take. I'll bring you. Yeah, on. No, he, he was yeah, yeah, well. yeah, he would say things like, "You're never going to amount to anything, mm. and you're going to be, you know, a cleaner or whatever." Which is fine because I've done cleaning before. Like that's quite a nice job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know some healthy cleaning. kids is yeah. Yeah, it just detrimental. Yeah, so then I just decided I wasn't going to go to his class anymore, and I just used to go to the toilets when it was. His, yeah when it was his lesson so I ended up missing out on a lot of the things just because an adult really should have stepped in and been like why is she acting this way mm. do you know what I mean just because I guess I was struggling in mm. a lot of ways but then I had really good teachers like um, Mr Andrews who was my English and my drama um, teacher he was brilliant so obviously if you ask lots of questions they seem to like that in English mm. anyway like performing yeah. arts and stuff like that so I've thrived in those kind of areas. I suppose it's creative though, isn't it? And like with yeah. math, it's one plus one equals two. Yeah, and that's, that's it. it. Yeah. Just so, learn it and move yeah, on. Yeah. And it was like, uh, there's no but question I don't know how. Yeah. How's your school getting on? Well, yeah. that, it did. It, well, it stopped. I, I had to stop that again. Part of it was COVID. Part of it was just like kind of political things. Yeah. What happened was. Um, it was doing really well. Yeah, very, very well. It was, it was doing really well. And then I remember one morning just before going into school, um, I had, it was on main news, so it was like BBC news, not like central news or anything yeah. like that. It was on like um, inter, um, national, national news, news yeah. um, that there are too many alternative education schools. Um, the councils are giving too much money, sorry, yeah. to alternative educations and they're going to stop. And I remember going to my business partner at the time going, boy, they're going to stop the funding. Yeah. And she was like, well, we need to go with the flow, you know. Um, but they did, they, they kind of cut the funding. Oh. And it slowly by slowly, we went from, having, off, we were from having like, we only, we only ever wanted to be small. We never yeah. wanted to be big, you yeah. know, because mm. it defeated the object of what we wanted to do. And it went from like six students, which was our maximum capacity, mm. down to one. And then trying to get another student in was hassled, really difficult. Yeah. And then COVID hit. And it was mm. like, boy, I can either really go at this and yeah. try, but put my finances and my family at risk yeah, yeah, yeah. or get a job. And so yeah. Yeah. I got a job and I, I work in another school now, but that's another story. I'm not going to talk but, about that one. Going back on school, I mean, you guys have done lots of work in schools. I mean, yeah. Yeah. like, did you ever go back to any of the schools that you, you actually went to as students? Um, I think, did I ever go back to Elliot? And I, I did earlier. Oh, actually, no, I've worked there as a teaching assistant because that's what I do now okay. as well. So I've actually gone back there. Imagine that. <laughs> like, Is there any of the same stuff there? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> They've all gone. Mm. They've all gone. I wonder why. Yeah. Did the building feel the same or? <laughs> no, it was actually, they'd done it up a little bit, like redone the carpets, everything looked a little bit. They've added on like extra buildings and things like that. So It, it wasn't when I went there. When we did yeah. the workshop, when I did the workshops, yeah, you wasn't involved in the workshops. No. But yeah, when I did the workshops, I, it would, that, was it Elliot Doran when you went back or was it Nottingham Academy? No, it was Nottingham Academy. Yeah, when I went to Elliot Doran. Yes. And it. yeah. But Trinity, um, mm, I haven't been to the school and done anything. I remember one of the award shows I was just helping out and that's mainly because my sister and my brother were still at the school. Mm. And yeah, but other than that, no, no, no. Not, I've not been back to Trinity. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm going to flip back and forward. So, okay, yeah, so, 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 so. Bear, bear with us, yeah. White Yardy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tell me what's happening with that. What, what's, what's, what's that? What's that? What's... Oh, I know you do event management. Yeah, yeah. I remember back in the day you were under 18. Yeah, I heard a rumor. Yeah, so yeah. Um, the White Yardy event. And um, basically, we're building another kind of like a brand. And the brand that we're building is Grown and Sexy. And it's an event brand where we've got children who are 19 and 25. And wow. myself and Sarah. Is that how old they are now? Yeah, yeah that's, well, that's, she's 25 in January. Well, oh, sorry, yeah. sorry, Destiny. Yeah. She's, 25 she's 25 in January. Yeah. She's 25 yeah. in January. Yeah. Because I remember when you when they were little, little, yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Down yeah. There. when yeah. you and I used to work together, Sarah yeah. Russell yes. and yeah, yeah. Oh they were tiny. Gosh. So yeah, yeah so small. it's like it's putting a brand, it's putting yeah. an event together where they can go out and feel comfortable jamming with their parents. Or so even their grandparents. Kind of like grand- so we're trying to, we're, we're, we're yeah. doing an event Bridging to bridge gap. that gap. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the yeah. aim of growing and sexy, you know okay. what I mean? For them to come out. And it's also just part of my ethos, just to try and just develop a better mentality because I feel the younger ones, they go out and their mentality of going out is, oh, it's next. You know what I mean? I, mm. I, I don't even know. I can't even find the words to articulate how they behave. You know what I mean? It's just a weird behaviour. But it's not a weird behaviour. It's what influence has been put in front of them over the years. And yeah. it's led them to go out and behave in this manner. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's quite destructive. So it's like, okay, then let's bridge the gap so then you can see a behaviour and you come grown. Mm. You get dressed up and mm-hmm. you feel nice. Or as people say, I want to be sexy. Maybe we should change that name. But still. <laughs> 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 but, you know what I mean? Grown well, we're, we're growing up presentable. We're growing up presentable. They don't bang with it. They don't bang with it. They don't Yeah. So that's it really. So yeah, so in the event we're, we're aiming to bridge the gap so white yardy you know what i mean we want to bring a comedian singing performances food. A dj food and yeah. everything's there together on one night so I'm, i know you do the event management i remember you were doing the under 18s nights which was yeah. a massive hit in that yeah. mm. i remember every youth went that yeah, was under 18s yeah it was at the old palace was it the palais yeah. 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 yeah we started off in the community centers as well though didn't we doing yeah like the under 18s events and stuff like that. Is that, that where it's it all started? Needed, for me, yeah. I look at it, it's a neat, sorry. Go on, no, you got it. It's a yeah. needed thing because yeah. they're, mm. they're at the age, they can't go out. Yeah. They can't go into town, but they're into going out. Yeah. Yeah. So either they're going to do it illegally yeah. and potentially and get themselves into all sorts of situations. Mm. Yeah. Or somebody can put for, something for on that is not policed, but it's. You know, it's looked yeah. it's looked after. Yeah. Yeah. So the situations that may happen to into town yeah. Yeah. or in a club are not going to happen in here. Yeah, and they That's can it, yeah. they can experience that. Yeah, and it's good. And that, and that was the aim of it. You know what I mean? We started well. <laughs> we, it started off because a lot of the young black kids, and it wasn't just black kids. I, I guess you can call them the youths from working class backgrounds. Mm. They weren't happy with some of the under 18 things that were happening you know what i mean i remember when i was going out and when i was in my early no late teens early 20s and we'd go out and you'd just get that 25 minutes maybe if you was really good you got 40 minutes of 
your urban R&B tune yeah. the whole <laughs> night yeah. Yeah. and then the switch and, it, and that's it, it and it goes yeah. back to the house and everything like that and mm. that was it but that was enough to draw us into the venue because mm. we knew alright oh, this is our 20, 20 minutes, 20 minutes yeah. you know I'm, what I mean on, I'm on the dance I'm floor, on the dance floor and do yeah <laughs> and this, that's what it was you know what I mean and a lot of the young working class kids they felt that they're not being you know what I mean represented or, or heard so we thought, okay, mm-hmm. let's put on music for them. And then plus, they wanted to do other things because they, they wanted to get involved and do some dancing. They wanted to do mm-hmm. some rapping and singing on the microphone. They it wanted evolved, to do some... De- so it evolved. We ended up having, like... They'd have, like, little dance troops and they'd do yeah. performances or we'd have open mics. And, yeah. So then they'd knew that if they was going to come to the event, we need to practice and really okay. work yeah. hard work and develop craft, a good work song. On, work on what it is you're going to yeah, put up there. Yeah, no swearing, yeah. nothing violent, you know, and they'd come with yeah. something correct. Yeah. Which is yeah. important because that kind of focuses people, doesn't it? You yeah. know, something to look forward yeah. to, to focus on. So is that where the event management for you guys started? Is it, or is yeah, it, yeah. They, they, that started it. And um, the next thing that started it was... Because we started off with the youth events first. Mm. And then it was, um, again, Yar Rest His Soul, um, DJ SLK. He yeah. was going out to Greece quite a bit. And because he was going out to Greece and he would spend a summer season in Greece, make a good money and come back and just chill. Just chill for the And just chill for winter yeah. and spring and then he's gone again for the yeah. summer. So he was like, do you know what? We need to bring something out there to Greece because he goes, at the moment, um, Ayanapa, it's a London thing. You know what I mean? He goes, Ibiza, you've got absolutely no chance of getting involved in that yeah. unless you've got some money to put down yeah. um, and then it was like Tenerife and them things he goes yeah it's very commercial because this is a window where people from up north and he was claiming up north from Luton upwards so after Luton that's up north yeah. <laughs> and it was something that we could have you know what I mean because we were into different things well I mean we was into the garage the rap and the R&B and stuff but then we was also into bass line as well mm. um, outside of London we was more into the jungle and stuff like that as well so it was like bring our flavour to this island and then bam we can take it on from there and do events so he was the one who convinced me to start doing adult events mm. and yeah that was the starting point of the adult events and I was like okay I, I kind of get the swing of this I never, I never really wanted to and I never really liked doing the events it really got on my nerves to be honest yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how do you feel about it now though is it now I really I mean it's a blessing and it's been a benefit because um, as I mentioned in um, the biog we've never been like a funded organisation no. where we could have funding coming in. So even when we started to stop the violence, it was through the fact that we was doing the under-18s things, we had money, we put the money aside and we put it into doing Stop the Violence. Mm. You know what I mean? And then as Stop the Violence began to grow, it was like, OK, then, now we need to invest into getting this, this filmed, edited and going out and speaking to some of the contacts that we'd made in the industry and filming them. Mm. So, again... Yeah, because obviously all the kids that were coming to our events were from different areas. That's yeah. Right, so how did you manage and that? Because at that well, time that, as well, it was, it was high. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and but that's why we did, did the stop the violence exactly. because it was the proof of the... The proof is in the pudding. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, we've got all these young people coming from Meadows, Radford, St. Anne's, yeah. and nothing's Lenton, going down. And nothing's going Rampart, down. Wherever. wherever yeah. No problems. Mm. So it's like people are saying there's certain issues and there's problems and don't go to those areas, but it's like, wait a minute. So why is it when we've yeah. got a couple hundred kids all together from different areas, there's never any issues? Yeah, exactly. Like 
and this is what it was and that mm. that was the starting point to start the violence because we wanted yeah. to say show the young people look you guys keep coming together and keep doing things together you can achieve things mm. and you can achieve mm. good things big things by coming together so then as we was doing the stop the violence certain people began to take an interest in what we was doing and knowing how it works now i think it was just a case of numbers and mm. we wasn't looking yeah. at it as a numbers yeah. thing we was looking at it as yeah we're engaging these young people and whilst they're here and they're enjoying themselves they're not going out, they're not fighting or, you know what I mean, killing yeah. each other or they've got elders encouraging them to take fast in foolishness that they don't need to be getting involved in. So so the stop the violence yeah. thing, I mean, yeah. that was more than the, the under-18s, that was events yeah. and that was... Can, talk, talk to me a bit more about okay. stop the violence and... So stop the violence, and... how it happened was... So it started from there and from these um, events and then some of the workshops, because we, now we're going into different schools and we're being invited, oh, could you teach the kids DJing? Could you teach the kids this rapping thing and blah? So now we thought, you know what? We, I wanted to put together a compilation album. I wanted to put together um, a video documentary and then some videos to go with the songs. So it actually ended up just being a, a single and a, video, a music video and then um, kind of like a movie documentary. And it was an opportunity to let the young people showcase their talents and act in the movie. It was an opportunity for them to put songs together, but the songs never came together but the one. And, <laughs> and then it was also an opportunity for me now to engage with other people in the industry, such as your Miss Dynamite, you're so solid mm. and stuff like that, mm. and say to them, look, this is what's going on. If you guys can speak and give some preventative advice, it's going to hit home more than this. So a lot of them disagreed and they jumped, uh, they jumped on it. And then as we were putting it together, prior to us putting it together, there was a lady who was trying to help us get funding and we just got blanked. You know what I mean? And it turned out that we got blanked because the funders had funded a project and they'd given this person just under 10 grand. And they says the project was rubbish, okay? And we were just asking for three. Mm. And they thought, if he can't do a good project with just under 10 grand, what can you do with three? Mm. So they kind of ignored us for over a year and a bit. And I wasn't going to sit and wait because you've got all these young people like, oh, when's this happening? When's this yeah. happening? Mm. And at that stage, I was thought, no, you're engaging. Keep the engagement. So I was just like, okay, then let's put this money back into doing things bit by bit, bit by bit, bit by bit. Then finally, after they could see that, do you know what? These guys actually put it together. And the truth of the matter of, okay, then cool. Let me go. <laughs> now you now you now you jogging now you jogging my memory. Now you jogging my memory. So now, okay then. So then, um, as a couple of the young people were working with this um, theatre production group called Fallen Angels. But anyway, mm. right, so... Okay, yeah, yeah no, right. just straight there. Yeah, <laughs> said, oh, no, no, my just name. And right. I was saying to my kids, you're not... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so now they were, they were like, oh, yeah, come and meet the people at Fallen Angels because it was um, mm -hmm. drama and they were doing some videography and stuff like this. And I was speaking to them and saying, oh, right, we've got these kids and I don't think they believe the numbers that we were talking about. So they was like, okay, then, really, if you guys can get 50 kids to come down um, to this meeting, we will shoot two um, music videos for you. So then now, 
I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> I invited the kids. They had to do two sessions because they only put out 80 seats. Mm. And even then they couldn't accommodate all the kids. <laughs> so they was like, whoa, you do have these numbers. I'm like, what, what do you think I was like? I just said it for a joke. So then they, they, true to the word, they filmed two music videos for the kids. The kids were well excited. I think I remember those. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mm. So then now the guy was like, all right, if you can just get five of them who were 16 plus just to sign up with our project, then we can do a couple more videos and then we can pay you and a couple of your, a couple of your team to run the sessions for them. So I was like, okay, cool. Cause I'm, this is the early stages of raw talent. Yeah. And I, I need to rewind as to why we got to this stage in raw talent. But anyway, I'll continue with this cause you asked about stop the violence. So then now, We've got five of the young people to sign up. They've done a couple more of the videos. So then we've done a showcase at the Broadway Cinema. Mm. Rammed out, the showcase cinema full. The kids are going crazy watching these videos on the big screen. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? As you can imagine. Yeah. You know what I mean? These kids are like, whoa! So they think they've made it. And it was, you know what I mean? It was the sickest thing ever. Then the woman who was trying to help me in the first place goes, look, we've got to go back to these funders and show them that, look, this There's is what they've done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And there's evidence here. So cool. So this is up to about nearly, about eight months to a year. So she's gone and she's reapplied and, and stuff towards, to these funders to try and get the funding. So now these funders are trying to get me to jump, get us to jump through hoops, mm. to keep proving ourselves and keep proving ourselves. They tried it. Can you get the numbers to sign up? We need a minimum of like 85 or something like this. You need a minimum of 85? Okay, cool. <laughs> the kids were there, they signed up, and they was like, okay, they got the numbers. Then it was like, oh, but what about the quality and blah, blah, blah. So then we showed them bits that what we had done, done and so far, and the drama, and they was like, wow, this is really, really good. So then the last thing that they wanted to see was, um, who were the celebrities that you said you can get on this project? Yeah. So now, at that particular stage, I think I only had more fire crew I had Incognito, I had Princess, okay? Now for us... They were massive at the time now, as well. More you know fire I mean? crew. I mean, now, yeah. now for us and the community, that's... That's big, that's big. They didn't know who the people were and yeah. they, they were still... Mm, in an in. Yeah. So they're not released the funds. So I'm now saying to this lady, do you know what? Born it because we've got so far with the project, the mm -hmm. only thing I've got left to do is edit. You know what I mean? And then I got blessed because I went to... Oh, there was something happening at South Nottingham College. And for some reason, somebody said, oh, go down to South Nottingham College because you might be able to meet somebody who's on the course and doing editing and blah, 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 blah. It turned out the lead tutor on the course, he saw me and he was like, your, chops your ch chopsticks, son. So I'm like... <laughs> I don't know who Chopstick is and, I guess, and he goes he, no he said Dave and because that's what people in the hood knew my, my dad as and he goes oh right oh you knew my dad so you didn't even know your dad had the name Chopstick no I didn't know my dad had the name, <laughs> name Chopstick yeah like, so, names, you know. <laughs> so this man now did he, he know was, that just by how you look or just by the way I look yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean so he was just like what are you, do, what are you doing and I'm because I want some help to edit this product I'm doing Chairman. so that was it so I was in now so um, he says don't come to the college come to my yard and we'll deal with it so 
you can imagine the price went <laughs> and now I'm just like okay just work do my little bits and I'm paying him to put this thing together so that's how Stop the Violence came together he edited it and put it all together for us you know what I mean and that was the blessing then the whole turning point was when we finally got hold of Miss Dynamite. Now, we'd yeah. already yeah. contacted and communicated with her to do it. And she's like, yeah, man, I'm in. But it was just trying to connect. Mm. Yeah. So then she rang me one day and she goes, how far is Loughborough from Nottingham? And I think <laughs> she was testing me because I'm like, Loughborough's just down Stone the road. So it's just down the road. She goes, well, I'm in Loughborough right now. What? Get down to Loughborough and come and see me. So that was it. So we, we drove down to Loughborough mm. and we've gone to see Miss Dynamite and she's done her bits and then she gave us some backstage patches and she took us backstage mm. and she spoke to all the artists she goes yo i've just filmed my bit for this stop the violent project and it's important you guys need to get involved allow these guys to film you because it's important so artful dodger were backstage oxide neutrino were backstage yeah. wow. um and then that was a different event vivian jones and oh, was Play. she on the Amorite, that one as well? She was backstage. Yeah. Um, oh, what's the lady's name? I feel bad now. Play those silly games. Oh, um, yeah. Yes. That was a, Everyone and, knows who she is. Everyone yeah. knows that yeah. same oh. name. <laughs> the name, oh my God. Griffiths. No, not Marcy Griffiths. That's Jamaica. Um, um, anyway, it'll come, y'all. Yeah, it yeah. Come. But it all so started it all, to come together. It all started to come together from mm -hmm. then. So then now, everything's finished, edited, done and dusted. Miss Dynamite then wins the Mercury Prize Award yeah. mm -hmm. and now these funders are like oh, oh. Can, can, can we give you some money? We can, give you, we can give you the money and I'm just like your backside I want to do all the work you only want it because now you realise you know your name yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. I just I just moved on I just said back. and I think that jeopardised me with some funding because <laughs> I told them about themselves and I told them yeah. about the backside and they were just like who do you think he is and yeah. it was like no because all this time you blanked us for a long period of time then you had us jumping through hoops for another period it was almost like a year and a half mm. you know what I mean so without giving anything without giving anything <laughs> so we just put it together done so now it's good to go and now no, you want to jump and on board. And now you want to jump yeah. on board. And Just we went because, on tour. Yeah, yeah. You saw Miss Dynamite. <laughs> and that's yeah. not prevented you yeah. in any way from getting to this point. No. With what you no. did. No. No. I think it's, it spurred him on to do even yeah. more. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, well, actually, I can do all of this by myself with I've little to no money. Yeah. So, <laughs> so what do I need you for? Yeah. Really yeah. Gonna yeah. Well, it's not really good. Yeah, we yeah. can just carry on, you know what I mean? And there will be people to help you and jump on board. And, and, and that's the blessing, mm. you know what I mean? Mr. Hate, sorry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mr. Hate, sorry. You know what I mean? That was the blessing, yeah. you know what I mean? There was always people who saw what we was doing mm. and some people were like, do you know what? Yeah, I'll, I'll get, get involved. Jump on board, and I'm going to get involved and help you out with, with what you guys are doing. You know what I mean? And then I got blessed to have a, a group of young people who eventually came together and put the single together as a compilation mm. song. You shouldn't call it a compilation song, that's not the right thing to call it. But it was a collaboration song, yeah. sorry. Yeah. And, you know what I mean, eight artists on the track. And it just worked, yeah. mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I, if I'm honest, the, the track weren't that great, but... Still, no, it wasn't, yeah. it was it was, it was the message behind it. I mean, the, the whole thing worked, but the performance looking at it, yeah. smashed it. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? I think that's what it is. It is one. The performance, I smashed it. Smashed just, it. Just she was she was on the performance. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, 
Absolutely. But yeah, 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 I was like, what, 20 at the time? Yeah, you were 20. Do you know what I mean? I was like 20. And the other people who was working with as well, they was like the same age and like, what, 17 I to 20? The, the youngest yeah. was 17 and then everyone else was 18, 19. Yeah, and it's just that like we had this passion that was all together. And like I say, we're someone, me from St. Anne, someone from Radford, someone from Meadows. And yeah, and we was all like, yo, we're getting on. And like, yeah. this is amazing. We need to let other people know to stop the violence. Like, what, mm. why, why are you starting this? What were young For people, what? What, what were young people saying to you at the time with regards to stop the violence, all the things that were happening and, were there any messages that were coming through? From yeah, I'm, uh, from the document, I need to, to know what I need to find. I need to find um, somebody who can convert a DVD and just create, convert it to an MP4. MP4 yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so then, yes, I can get it up because there's mm. some footage that everything we mastered onto a, um, onto a DVD. But the young people at the time, they agreed with it because when they came to us, there was no issues. And then we would hear about like the next day, oh, such and such had a fight with somebody else in town that next day. And I'm like, but why were they fighting? Oh, I don't know, Riri told him to do something to this man. And then, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like seeing there's some outside older influencers that's yeah. negatively affecting these young people. But mm -hmm. when they come together and do stuff, there's they're no fine. issues, they're yeah. fine. It's like they you know didn't I mean? really want to be like they that. They involved with much. And there yeah. wasn't that many of them. It, just, it was like a minority, but yeah. it's one of them where, again, this is something where I'm at today. I don't like the mentality that's being pushed onto our young people. Mm -hmm. There's no snitching and yeah. all this. You know what I mean? At first it was, oh yeah, this is cool. But then you can see how destructive it, mm -hmm. it is where you're looking at the fact that you're telling somebody not to somebody's committed a crime, somebody's done something wrong, and you're telling them to not keep to quiet and yeah. not to say anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's backwards. It's not the right thing to do. It's not it the right no thing to do. Sense. So then that person has the confidence to know that I can act up and do anything I want because yeah. nobody's going to say anything and no mm. one's going to snitch and I can ruin what I want, I can take somebody's life. And then obviously we as mm. black people, that's the hardest thing because it's almost like, it's been pushed in the faces that you can do anything to a black person and get away with it, but they wouldn't dare do it to another person from another nationality or another mm. race. Mm. You know what I mean? Because there's consequences. Mm. So these things, you know what I mean? That's where I'm at now. At the time, I could see certain things. And some of the bigger men did come and they talked to me. I'm saying bigger man because some of them, they're, they're younger than me. Mm. You know what I mean? And they was like saying, no, man, I like what you're doing. Mm. I only have had one person come up to me and he says, yeah, you're doing something good, but don't ever try and take one of my youths. Is it? You know what I mean? Oh, Only wow. one person, you know what I mean? And and it was just a case like, I'm like, but if the young person's interested in getting involved in music and he's got an option to do something and go somewhere, wouldn't you want him to do nothing? Mm. No, no, I don't know about none of that, but don't talk to, don't talk, try and take any of my youths, but you're doing good. Like, <laughs> contradiction in terms. You know, I mean, a bit of a contradiction, but mm -hmm. psh, some idiot. But the other, I mean, some other people. I mean, I had one man come up to me when we was filming with, um, I think it was BBC Two, and they were like, he came up to me and he goes, "Yo, you know what I mean?" He goes, "I wish when I was younger, or yeah. just a few years back, we had this." Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? And he goes, he goes, yeah, man, keep up what you're doing. He goes, yeah, be, just be careful, you know what I mean? And that was it. That's wow. all he said. So, so going back to raw talent now. Yes. And the start of raw talent. So, was raw talent something that came 
with you two as a couple or was it an was it, individual thing what, that you what, had or you oh, had oh gosh so those people we, we're, we're, we're a podcast yeah. you can't see Sarah just yeah, lean up on yeah. him yeah. like better mind what you're saying yeah, say your bit first right. and then I'll explain yeah. I wanted to be involved with raw talent from the get go. I was like, I want to put my money down, but let's invest, and I want to be in there. He said no. Go on. Uh, okay, then that, that, that's a little bit. Uh, <laughs> that, that's my version. That's the drama. That, that, that's the, yeah. that's love. There's the drama. You know what I mean? But I said, he said at, no. at that stage, I was learning about business, and one thing mm. that I'd learned about business is things can go wrong. As much as you can plan and you, you put all you, you know what I mean. You've, you've organised, you've planned and you've scheduled mm -hmm. everything. Things can still go wrong. So I asked Sarah a question and I goes, can you afford to lose this £500? Because I was if like you 18 at the time yeah. and I was like, oh, no. And I'm like, <laughs> if you yeah. can't afford to lose this £500, <laughs> don't put it in. Yeah. Don't put yeah. it in. And she was like, yeah, but we're not getting any business to lose. No, I'm not being like, yeah, well. Yeah, that was But amazing. anyway, that was... We're not getting any business to lose money. Every, every, every. And, like this, and I'm like, babe, yeah. we've got to be realistic. You know yeah. what I mean? And at that stage, yeah, we was coming out of the back of a lot of joy. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because it was a case of... Um, Denzi, Lee, Jason, myself, we mm -hmm. all went to school together. And from school, when we started doing music together, a few other people from the school, that's what set up Unique Sound. We created a band and we also created a band. This band was called Ricochet. Ricochet wasn't nothing massive. It was just, if you knew about some of the hip hop circles in Nottingham, they might say, oh yeah, I know them guys. Mm -hmm. But other than that, no. It, but through us being a band together, We've had successes and we're learning how to write and we're doing performances and we're beginning to realise, do you know what? We're actually quite good. Mm. You know what I mean? And we didn't know it that much, but people kept saying, you guys are really good. I remember doing a show and we was asked to open up for like Caveman and Darkman and we opened up for them and the host of the night was like, Yo, you guys are actually better than the headline act. <laughs> and he actually said that to the crowd. You know what I mean? And it was just like, whoa. So we're like, okay then, cool. So as we're getting better at writing and we got blessed to link with certain people that helped us understand how to put songs together, mm. then the turning point came 99, no, 98. Mm. And we was really writing some really, really, really quality stuff. And... With regards to Lee, I had just finished university. And as we just, I've just finished university, and it's like, okay, then cool. Mom, I went to university. I passed. Hey. Hey. I, I've got oh, my Trinity School teacher, yeah. what is his name? Um, Mr. Oh, Mr. Campbell. Mr. Yeah. Campbell. Mr. Campbell. Campbell. Mr. Campbell. Mr. Campbell. But I just, I couldn't stick it. I mean, we'd, we'd had, Destiny by then, isn't it? 98. Yeah. So I'm working and I'm doing this accountancy thing. And I'm just hating it. Hating <laughs> it, hating, hating working in this country. And I've got to build up three years of experience oh just God, before I can move, up, on. move yeah. on and get yeah. paid and properly. And I'm seeing people younger than me who had started from, they were 17. And they've got the experience and getting paid more than me. But nowhere near the qualifications, that, that was frustrating. Mm. So I was just like, ah. So I spoke to my mom and I goes, Mom, look, I love you, oh, but I really, really want to give this music thing and start seeking. Just how mm. I study at university, I want to study this music thing to see how we can move forward with it. 
And she was like, you got to flatten me. I don't want to do my mum's voice. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So I made sure I was working. And that just kind of like instilled in me a, a good work ethic. So I always made sure, right, I'm working and I've got a couple of jobs. It's bringing in, everything's paid for. But then I can, can study my craft and do the music. Mm. So now we're getting into a stage where <laughs> we're learning and we're making good contacts. My brother gave me this basher. I don't know if you guys know what basher is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And this, <laughs> and this, big this, this, big, this big chunky phone. Big yeah. brick. And brick. Oh. And I used to get free numbers and I was calling people and I was making contacts and blah, blah, blah. So now, as I'm making contacts, it's now time to start presenting people music and we're presenting people our music and we're getting a good response and... One um, label was working with the lady, she was looking after Monto Jordan and she was like, this song, this song, this song, and she picked one of mine, two Denzi songs and one of mine. And one of Denzi songs you all know, obviously. I can see my whole <laughs> So she picked that and was like, okay, cool. Then it was Lee, because I, need, I says, we, we need to make a money. We can't just be sitting on our asses doing nothing. So then I discovered, oh, extras work after I researched. Oh, we could go and do, and do some extra work and we could earn some money. Plus we'll be together. So we started doing some jobs and doing some TV extra work. And as we did the TV extra work, this dude kept coming past us and pointing at Lee saying, you look like Will Smith. And we're thinking, face it. You know what I mean? <laughs> face Did you see a black man in your face? <laughs> you, you look like that black woman. No, but he was being genuine. Yeah. You look like Will Smith. So as we were on the set, he kept coming and he goes, what do you guys do? So we go, oh, we're doing our music and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, so he turns around and he goes, look, he says to Lee, if I could help you earn 500 quid in just half a day's work, would you come and do it? So we're like, yeah, of course you would. So I'm saying to Lee, just be mindful, you know how them white man takes sometimes, yeah? Just be mindful. So he goes, all right, and we'll go on thinking. But what the job was, it was a lookalike at a car showroom. And oh, okay. Men in Black was big at the time. So Lee just had to stand by the car. And he had um, a dude that looked like... Um, Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. And they were standing by the car, people coming, taking pictures, and they were signing autographs and pretending to be Men in Black. Bam, Lee got paid five hundred pounds. So we was like, okay then. So then the man says, how would you guys like to make five hundred pounds just by doing a thirty-minute show? Thirty-minute show, five hundred pounds. Mm. Yo, talk. So now we start speaking. So he started talking about doing tribute show. So then he goes, right, you need to add these particular songs in, which was Men in Black, Boom Shake the Room, Summertime, and Get Jiggy with It. And he goes, pick another two Will Smith songs. Bam, we're going to do the show. So Lee had to learn them songs. And you became his manager. And that was it, you know what I mean? So from that point onwards, I became the tour manager. So now he's earning, you know what I mean? So this £500 is coming in. The next thing you know, the, man, the guy says, all oh, right, I can get you on Stars in the Rise. So then he mm. went on Stars in the Rise. Oh, I and remember he, that. And he won it. Yeah. So he won it. And I remember seeing him walking around town. I think yeah. that was on Stars in the Rise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah. then, uh, yeah, so he won it. So he won Stars in the Rise as Will Smith. I remember that. So then now a record label saw him and mm. says, can you actually really rap? You know what I mean? Or is it just you can copy Will Smith stuff? Mm. I think they all wanted to take a chance anyway because they were thinking to themselves, do you know what, we need this rapper, we need a song to put out and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, he, obviously he could rap. So, mm -hmm. bam, 
that solidified the deal struck. So now in 2000, it ended up with, yeah, yeah, in 2000, it ended up with Lee and Denzi both having a single released. Lee was in the March, which was um, with Entrance, and that one went to number 35 in the charts. Yeah. Mm. Then Dean was in the summer, no, September, and that one went to number 25 in the charts, okay? So then after that, after them two songs came out, the song, we, did, we didn't end up signing with the lady who was looking after Montel Jordan. Um, Dina took the song to Monster Boy. Yes. Mm. And Monster Boy remixed it. And Sarah came home one night and she goes, yo, she went to media. And she goes, yo, that tune you lot did is smashing. Mm. I was it's smashing. Like it's smashing. <laughs> she was like, there's this tune, sick, it's sick. It got pulled up, it got pulled up. So I'm like, so I'm thinking it's the R&B hip hop version. Yeah. yeah. Oh. That's no, when she goes, <laughs> but then she caught me there. She was like, "No, it wasn't that version. It was another one." And I'm like, <laughs> so I'm like, "Oh no, which version was it?" Because when I first heard it, I didn't quite like the garage version. But then I didn't understand yeah. garage at the time. Yeah. Mm. But then, big tune. The song popped off. Big you know what I mean? And then from the song popping off, then after 2000, we was trying to come up with a follow up with both situations yeah. and it just wasn't happening okay you know what i mean and the follow-up wasn't happening and it was lee's idea to set up raw talent as a record label in the first place okay so raw talent was supposed to be a record label but now i'm at, I'm, I'm in research mode and study mode still so i'm just like selling records ain't that easy mm. and if we're going to run a business, we need to find other things that's going to generate our income, which led to the under-18 events, which then led to doing workshops, which then led me that way, you know what I mean, in terms of, okay, then I could do more stuff with young people. And then, yeah. Oh, wow. So, do you know what? we got a minute. we got part one, part two. We've got so much <laughs> more to talk about. Okay. I've got loads more to talk about with you. I was wondering if you could do me a favour. Yeah. I'll put you on the spot here. Yeah. Um... When we when we just introed, yeah, you gave us a little freestyle. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> can you can you can you lead us put lead part one out with a little with a little freestyle? Okay, a freestyle. I no, mean, no, but I'll give you a cappella. All right, right. Then, okay. Ahead. Here goes. To y'all, we pay homage. Whoever loves discipline, he loves knowledge. Greater than lectures and lessons in college. Greater than acres of lands with a cottage. Greater, because that's yours ways. Priceless. Right ruling, that's the thoughts of the righteous. Preparation of heart, that's man's brightness. Designed in yours image to bring forth his likeness. No question, that's a good lesson. Anxiety in heart, that'll bring depression. But good words make glad, it's a positive expression. The cleansing of your soul starts with honest confession. Possession of yours truth, that's intelligence. God is covenant if you want to see elegance. Wealth of the world fades away with no relevance. Make yours laws your grandkids' inheritance. What? <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Yes, yes. Welcome back. We're back with raw talent. Sarah and Azaria. Azaria. Yes. I've got to Can I just ask where, why? Why the name change? <sighs> it was spiritual awakening, really. Okay. And it was then researching, understanding what Dwayne meant. Dwayne mm. meant. And just understanding names of meaning. Mm. So I understood that Dwayne meant son of the dark one. And I was like, whoa. Really? Yeah. Oh, no. When I was younger, I thought son of the dark one. Yeah, my dad was dark. So I just took it like that. <laughs> yeah. But then, 
I looked at. As, um, I always wanted the A name because my surname is Watson. So I was always last on the register. <laughs> so I always wanted the A name. And when I started to realise and understand that names had meanings, the name Azaria just jumped out at me. Mm. And Azaria means helped by Yah or helped by the Most High. So I was just like, yeah, that's me. And that name just, just resonated because that's what... I was crying out at the time as well because I felt I need a lot of help. And we was going through some bits where this was a journey while I was in Greece and things went west. And uh, I'm sorry about that. I went to go put a lozenge in my mouth and <laughs> now I'm sucking it and then cooking. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, that particular year, things went west. It started off brilliantly and then it just went west. And I was just like, I'm trying to help all these people and people stab me in the back. Mm. And they were just like, no. So yeah, that was, was that in knots, was it? Or? No, this is real. yeah, like, people from knots, but I mean, I was in um, we was in, in Greece, Greece at the time, yeah. and yeah, so I come back and cut off my locks and <laughs> decided right, I'm coming again and starting afresh. And then from that point onwards, that's when I found the name and I gravitated towards the name. And I thought, yeah, okay, then cool. Not changed it legally by depot. We're gonna get the and, mm. and yeah. So you talk about like spiritual awakeness, so. What happened? What what was that for? Was that for both of you as well, or no? Oh gosh, no, not at all. It was him. He was like really searching for something, and I was like, I'm cool. Like my life's nice. Like I don't know what you're looking for, but I feel like we've already got it. Do you know what I mean? So he would come back with with information, and I was like, I feel like you're going down this path and then you're down this path. So I, was, I thought it was like, you know when someone's got a hobby mm. as a child and they stick to something for a few weeks and then they go to something else and whatever. I just thought it's going to wear off somewhere down the line. Do you know what I mean? It's whatever he's doing. So I, I just thought, let him just do his thing. Mm. And he did he'll, his he'll thing. He'll find where he needs to be. Yeah. yeah, and he would try and give me little nuggets and I was like, not interested. No, once you, I know where he's coming from. Yeah. Once you open that box, yeah. there's so much information to go through. Mm. So much searching. And it will always lead you, if you're on the right path, it will lead you back to one place. Mm. Yeah. Every time. Oh, yeah. Mm. So, yeah. yeah, and I would question everything in it. I would just be like, "How do you know this is, you know, what you're calling the truth?" Or, you know, and he would—he was so humble with it. He would go, "Well, why didn't you just research it then?" Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Yeah, but I don't want to research it. Like, <laughs> why, do you, why, why don't you just tell me?" And he was like, "No, no. Why don't you look into it?" And I thought, "You know what? Yeah, I'm going to prove you wrong." So now I started doing my little research to prove him wrong. And I was like, wow, this is actually convicting me. (laughs) (laughs) And then I then started to come into everything like, oh, this is, yeah, Mm. this is right. Like, I feel like, yeah, this is us. So what is this? What what was this? this, No, you can't answer it all. But, you know. The starting point for me was I was working at a studio and at the studio. And this is way before. Imagine that. CDs came in and went out. Mm. Do you know he says we've been running for 21 years? Mm-hmm. In that 21 year period, CDs came in and went out. Mm. And I remember that there was a period where even the studios we were going to didn't have a CD burner on the computer and stuff like this. This is early 2000s, about late 90s. Mm. So I'd seen previously something in the States where it was a twin deck CD burner. 
And I thought, brat. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Right. And I just got to get one of them. That's sick. I saw my future. I'm going to be I'm going to be doing bootlegs, yeah. That was my future. I thought, I'm going to make them money. This is going to be sick. All these DJs that I know with records. I've got big albums. Yeah. In fact, I'll buy the album and I'll just copy it for people and sell it for a fiver. That was my plan. And then... Then people from the studio would be asking me, oh, could, you, could we loan it and hire it just to burn whatever they'd recorded onto CDs? Cool, started doing that for people. Then the studio manager gave me a cassette. And on this cassette, it was talking about Illuminati and the Freemasonry and all of this and how it linked to the music industry. Obviously, when you're burning, you have to listen and monitor. Mm -hmm. So I've got, I'm listening and I'm monitoring this thing and this thing blew my mind. I mm. was scared. I was petrified, to be honest. You know what I mean? Top artists and they're exposing certain things that are going on with big artists like Madonna and Michael Jackson, mm. certain things like this. And I'm just like, whoa, scared. Then, months down the line, my older brother comes and he gives me a cassette tape. And on this cassette tape, he's like, I told you, I told you, I told you we were the chosen people. I just knew it. So I was like, okay, cool. He goes, take this and listen this. So I thought, do you know what? I need to put this one onto a CD as well because the guy from the studio wanted this tape, this thing on a CD to hold it as a master and then he could just copy it or ask me to copy it whenever. So then I've listened to this thing and he's talking about the scriptures and it's talking about how the people of the scriptures are actually us and is tying it into scriptures and how we ended, we're the ones who were in the scripts and mm. we're the ones who ended up getting scattered all over who, the world. Who is us, for us. anyone who's listening? All right, for anyone who's listening. <laughs> they can't see us. Yeah, the children of Israel in the scriptures <laughs> uh -huh. yeah. are us. Mm. You know what I mean? And we're understanding how we ended up in the situation we end up in, how we end, how we end up finding ourselves in the certain countries we find ourselves mm. in. So I'm looking at this, but then the most important thing that struck me was the fact that you've got the creator who created the heavens and earth and everything in between, and he's given mankind a set of instructions on how to live on this land mm -hmm. and how to take care of the land and how to operate with each other. Mm. And mankind are just ignoring it. Mm. And he's showing you that if you just do it, everything will be beneficial and everything will be blessed. Ways to eat and everything. And everything. Mm. So these things hit me and I was just like, yo, so I'm just researching, researching, researching and now I'm researching, this is where the changes in me is coming. And even when it came to Stop the Violence, I'd already started the journey because by the time I'd done Stop the Violence, okay. mm. the information was there. Mm. And because I had these two cassettes now, it was just like, make a choice. And I was like, I ain't going I that way. You know what I mean? Now I can see that the devil and Satan's real and he's operating yeah. heavily in a field that I love and I look at, which was music. Now I'm not doing nothing that way. I'm just being super careful when I go in there. Mm. Sorry. I'm being mindful as to how I operate, the things that come out of my mouth and how I communicate. Mm. And then most importantly, the things that I'm trying to do with other people because I don't mm. want to mislead people. You know what I mean? And I don't want mm. people going down the wrong path because I can now understand that our people have been blatantly set up. People, I'm not saying by everybody because not everybody knows, mm. but certain people in top positions, they know who we are mm -hmm. and they want to keep us, they want to keep us back mm -hmm. and they want to keep us down because 
if we can start showing other people, which is our duty, our duty was to be the light onto the mm -hmm. rest of the world. And at the end of the day, the adversary has got us being the light towards him. You know what I mean? We do the most biggest foolishness and everybody in the world will copy us. Yeah, because we're very influential. Extremely oh, influential. Music, this is, yes. this is the Whether power we do that good or bad. When you're famous yes. or when you've, you're on a platform and you're putting <laughs> yeah. stuff out, that's yep. the power you've got. Yeah. Mm. People will watch you. Mm. And now we're in the era of, remember when we were talking first show? Mm. Mm, 15 seconds. Anything after that, People don't want to yeah. because yeah. it's short little bites. So people do stuff and they don't even know what they're doing. Half mm. of these dances got some stuff behind them. Yeah. Mm. Um, half of these challenges got some stuff behind mm -hmm. them. Mm. So everybody's doing it. Yeah. But people don't understand what yeah. they're doing. doing. Yeah. Exactly. I wanted to ask you, so was you was you raised as a Christian? No, 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 no. I went to a Catholic school. So you were raised as a Catholic? No, I wasn't a Catholic. Okay. Okay. You could say I was raised as a Christian, like, but my mother, yeah. loved her, amazing woman. Yeah. She just couldn't settle in Christianity. Mm. My mother. She was always searching for truth. She was searching for yeah. the truth and she'd go to church like when she was in Jamaica and she was like, seeing people acting up and dancing and throwing themselves on the floor and all these things there. And my mum was like, I, come to, I don't feel like yeah. this. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she just wouldn't do it. So then when she came to England, she'd go to different churches. You know what I mean? She'd go to church with my grandma. Mm -hmm. And she was just like, these people are just cut and dry. It's like, they've got a stopwatch. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> 59 minutes and that's all you're getting from in to enter and then you're gone. Yeah. Yeah. So she was just like, nah. And a lot of the stuff, she goes, it's just repeated, repeated, repeated. And they're not really going into the word and explaining anything. Then she'll go to certain churches and it was like they're twisting the word and yeah. she's reading what they're saying and she's like, but it doesn't say that. Mm. So she was the one who kind of like installed into myself, my older brother and even my two younger brother and sister where it was just like research and look into things because she was constantly researching that's and looking. Mm. And that's what led me to research and look. And then it was like, then I began to realise the deception behind the religions. Mm. And that was on this cassette. <clears throat> on this cassette, it was explaining with regards to the deception behind the religions. And it's like, don't attack the man, you know what I mean? Attack the, the behaviour and the problem around it because you've got people who, go, who are in Christianity. They go in there because they're actually seeking, but mm. they've, they need the help with regards to realising that whoever's teaching or showing them whatever... May not they, be. They may, they're, mm. they're being misled. Mm -hmm. And then this person who's teaching, again, he's been misled because yeah, he might have gone yeah. to theologian school or yeah, university right. and he's right. been told, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? And he's, so you've got to realise... The, the reason why I ask you is because, like, kind of some of those truths that you're hearing, yeah. Mr. H has educated me on a lot of those mm. truths as well and other people as well. And then you try and explain to people who are being raised as Christians. Mm. And they just don't want to hear it. No, it's like, it's like, they just cut you off. It's hard. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think I was a bit like that as well. Because yeah. my mum, she would say she didn't believe in anything. So it's more like an atheist. Mm. And then, but I always had something in me where I thought, there must be something. We didn't just come from a rock or we didn't come from mm. an explosion. We we was created somehow. Single soul amoeba. Mm. fish. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Monkey thing. Mm. <laughs> yeah. and I was like it doesn't add up because why am I not able to swim underwater and have gills and still be able to fly like surely well, if yeah. we're going to evolve I would like to have there'd wings be, and be waterproof there'd and, be things around yeah, yeah right? like, and there'd be other things around so I used to go to the church with um, one of my friends 
from when I was younger. And what was her name? It was Honey. Honey Mi Williams. Miss Honey Williams. She's a yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She sounds like a Hollywood movie star. Yeah. <laughs> She's pretty amazing. Like, really good singer yeah. and artist. And, yeah, so I used to hang out with her and we used to write Is songs together. Yes. Yeah. I think I'm a Facebook fan. I've never met her, but I think I'm a Facebook fan. Yeah. She does a lot of yeah. artists. She does a lot of art. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I am. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so she kind of brought me in with her family and would go to... Um, a gospel church and I loved it all the shouting and the singing and the drums and playing and stuff but I kind of thought again in my mind um that all of the films that I used to watch it was all it was all fake like it was fun to go to church as the experience of it all and we'd obviously have Sunday school because we'd get taken into another room and we'd learn about like David and Goliath and stuff and I thought oh this is a really cool story and I just thought it was all it was all fake I didn't realize it was actual factual things yeah. and it was mm -hmm. historical mm -hmm. and you know because they never seemed to really present it that way to me within the church mm. especially some of the images that they use as well you know? wow yeah. this, that's the confusing yeah. Thing, yeah. isn't it yeah if definitely. you're looking at it from the whitewash yeah. it doesn't make sense no. yeah because you look geographically yeah. you look you know you understand history you say yeah. hang on wait a minute they can't have been that. that yeah, they that yeah not if like he was that. in yeah. Africa it or the Middle East. It doesn't make sense. So we, yeah. yeah. And that's the understanding you have to get to. Yeah. yeah. But I yeah. think it's like when Azaria was carry telling me, I was just like, yeah, but this is not real. Like, I don't understand how. Like, I understand that, yes, there's a creator, but the stories that you're telling me, I'm like, eh? Mm -hmm. So obviously, that when you were saying to research it, I was looking and I'm like, dumbfounded like this is actually out there this is real stuff like mm. there's you know evidence and science even proves mm. it yeah. you know because obviously science would like to talk against and say you know there isn't a creator mm -hmm. but they would then still show you well if there was a man at this time named so and so then and they would show that it actually did happen mm. do you know what science I mean? science and religion were united yeah. at one point science there never used is, to be oppositions yeah is it yeah the science of God yeah. or the science yeah. of the creator is science, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, we know what they're doing. They're trying to d disprove that. Yeah. But every mm -hmm. time they do that, all they do is prove that there's a creator. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Every time they try and disprove it, mm. they end up proving it and then they just shut up. They don't say anything. They don't, yeah. don't publicise it. Yeah. They say, oh, actually, we found this. Yeah. Mm. They just shut up. Yeah. And yeah. just yeah. leave it, you know what I mean? Just, like, they don't say anything. Yeah. Yeah, they put a report out. out, but they don't say they've put it out. You have mm. to go looking for it. Yeah. Yeah. So, Sarah. Yes. I remember the first time I think I met you. Okay. So, <laughs> I, 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 was, I was running Russell Youth Club at yes. the time. Yeah. And uh, you came in with a few dancers. Yeah. Um, and I think... I might be wrong. I think so. I know one of those dancers was kind of homeless at the time. She was living in a hostel. Is that right? Yes. And she's doing very well now. I, yeah, I, I she's, doing, she's really doing really well. well. Yeah. So you know, which I think two of them were living in a hostel at that were time. Were they? And then yeah. there was the other girl. I forgot her name. So, um, but the other girl. Um, but anyway, <laughs> long story short. We ended up doing a play together, didn't we, and touring it? We mm. did. Do you remember that? I'm yes, like, yes. Do you remember oh. the breakdancing dog? Yeah. Patch and Nadi get hey, hey. Do you remember hey. the breakdancing dog? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no, no, no. Was this before or after? No, no, no. This would have been after. 
think yeah, it was, this like, after. It was after. No, 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 I didn't steal it. It happened by accident. It happened oh by accident. Do you remember? I do. Oh, so, yeah, so Sarah came in to Russell and said, oh, we just need a venue just to, to practice dancing. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, because I think Denzi was doing another song or something and he was looking for dancers at the time. I can't remember what song it was. Then, that move, he, I think it was Move Closer, wasn't it? Was, yeah, and then mm. was like, okay, we're going to do like this whole like chair routine and we've gone in to like hire out the space and do some dancing and then... I think I was then interacting with some of the young people and you was like, you, do you know what? I think you would work really well within I this environment. To, I, <laughs> I was like, you yeah. are going to... Listen, I had some workers. They were lazy. Like, they come in, sit down, read the newspaper, put their foot up, did yeah. not engage. And you were just engaging. And I'm like, yeah. you know what? You did work. You, you did paid work, didn't you? You did yeah. work for us. Yeah, you, you actually hired yeah. me and I was yes. working with you and guys. Like, yeah. You are gonna get because you're delivering yeah. and you're not you're not getting paid so mm. you might as well get paid you know yeah and we ended up doing a play together yeah. Um, well, I, dre- up- I dressed as a young boy. You was the boy. Because you was right, the boy. Remember the <laughs> <laughs> did you ever see? Did you ever see? The yeah, I came. Yeah, I came. Yeah, I, did, yeah. I, did, I did. I did the music in the house. Oh, that's yes, why I sang yes, it. Yes, Passion yes, of the ghetto. Yeah, yeah. Passion of the ghetto. And it was. I was so embarrassed. It's because a lot of the young boys at that time they were like, "Oh, I don't want to get involved because they because it was like had like a safe sex message. They didn't yeah. want There's to a stigma attached. Yeah, and they didn't want to. Yeah, didn't want to play the role with the girls. Yeah, and you've got to like go up to a girl and you know put your arm on them, and it was like I'm not doing it. She was a brilliant man. Yeah. <laughs> she she was a she dropped her voice, and then that yeah. was the first time I really heard you rap as well. When you went, we went to the studio to record the Passion of the Ghetto, yeah. and I'd not heard you rap, and your rapping voice was so different to your speaking voice. Yeah. It, was like, it was like. You, you said, no, for me, I was like, I did not expect you to rap like that. You had yeah. a total different rapping voice, and yeah. it was, yeah, I, I, I was so I unbelievably excited. impressed. You always say that, I go, ah, stop getting all high pitched. The thing is, I'm not a rapper, I wrote that rap. I'm not a rapper, I only wrote it for the play, and you made it sound wicked. <laughs> you made it sound wicked, honestly, you did. Oh my oh, gosh. Gosh. We went and toured youth clubs, we went we and toured. Did. And, yeah. did like live shows live and shows, everything. Yeah. I can't. I remember Natalie actually whacked me full throttle in no, the no, face. No, 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 Yeah, it was Chantal. Yes. She whacked me straight in the face because we was obviously doing the play and was having like a brawl because we was like the rival guys against each other. Tussling it out. Yeah, and she whacked me full on. And I was like, oh. Oh, <laughs> oh no, I'm going to do this. Actually, oh, really oh, oh no, I'm in a play. Yeah, because she's like six foot and I'm like five four and I'm like, oh my god, my face is burning. Place, you've got like chairs, and everyone's only like I don't know, forum two meters, and it was like, okay, cool, just carry on with the scene. And then we went behind, like, after we'd finished the scene Oops. and go behind the, um, the little setup that we had, and I looked up, I was like, she was like, I'm so sorry, but you, yeah, it was so good, as well as your talent, you've got your own health, yes, business. Do you want to tell us a bit more about that? Oh, gosh. Okay. So, I've got a business called Bless Health. That started... It was with, with my beautiful husband. Because, <laughs> um, basically, years ago... Um, and I'm still going through a little bit of it now. But um, when we first moved over to Spain, I was living in the Canary Islands. And I was researching a lot with regards to, like, health and wellness and things. And um, 
was doing quite a lot of detoxes and through this I started having quite bad breakouts and I thought oh it's probably because I'm detoxing and trying to learn about all these different things and um I got quite stressed with it all because the acne was really really bad it was cystic acne but like all underneath my eyes all everywhere so like if you touch your face just to clean it it would hurt really bad and yeah I was just researching like okay what can I do to try and cure these things so was that something that you had as you got older as I got older so was, I literally was it that you ever had that when never you were had it I had a yeah. couple of pimples probably like as a teenager but really my skin was like amazing and then I reached 30 and then I start breaking out and I'm like what's happening mm. and obviously when you are at that age of 30 or you're older like now I'm in my 40s so you feel quite embarrassed by it because mm. you feel like well as a teenager I know teenagers get embarrassed as well but it's kind of like everyone's kind of going through that at that time mm. but um to be 30 and having acne it kind of makes you feel like alone and very mm. self-conscious of yourself and um, I just didn't know what to do. So my husband was like, well, just write a diary or something. Because he was just like, I don't know how to kind of help you through this. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So get your words out on paper. Because he'll be like, well, you're beautiful regardless. I'm like, I don't want to hear that. Like, <laughs> so he was like, yeah, write it all down. So I started writing things. And um, like I say, through research, I was finding different things for like um, natural remedies, certain detoxes, different kinds of foods to eat. Um, things like um, natural antiperspirants and deodorants and things. So I started writing all this and obviously talking about like my stress and whatever. And then that ended up developing into a book. So I got that published, really? self-published. Yeah. Wow. Um, that's called Beautiful Revelation. Where can and, people get that? Um, it'll be through me directly, like okay. from my Instagram. I've got um, a website that I'm setting up as well. That's um, blesshealth.co.uk. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah I started doing that but then also along this journey I was helping people just say okay someone wanted to lose weight like my sister-in-law she was asking well she wasn't my sister-in-law at the time um, she was a good friend of the family and she was asking about you know how can I lose weight so I was helping her out obviously unqualified at the time I'm just sharing information and I gave her advice we'd go to the gym together and stuff she lost loads of weight um, and everything just started to develop like kind of naturally everything was really organic i didn't plan out to have a health business it just mm. developed into yeah. a health business it strengthened your walk as well because yeah because i started writing a lot of scriptures they started and looking stuff, at it I? from a scriptural perspective yeah. and looking at the things that were placed in front of us mm. to use and we begin to realize that hold on the creator created these things for us to use for this purpose mm -hmm. yeah. so then that empowered her walking and implementing these things mm. and then just, yeah, just doing that. Because even like the way that I'd look at myself, because I think when you look at yourself on a physical level, you do see so many flaws in yourself. Mm. And obviously I guess guys get it as well because I'm not too sure because obviously I don't know what it's like to be a man. But as a female, you feel like quite a lot of pressure to look a certain way or, you know, even as you get older, you're supposed to look a certain way. You know, you're not supposed to have grey hair or wrinkles or you can't put on any weight or stretch marks and things like that. So there was a lot that I was going through where I'm thinking, I don't want this to be happening to me, like physically. So obviously researching a lot of the stuff, because I was very new to my walk then, like <clears throat> researching scriptures. Excuse me. It empowered me in that way because I was reading like a lot of Proverbs and it was talking about how a woman of the most high should be. And it was just talking about like, you're worth more than rubies. Like you are so precious. Like basically 
be- you can be beautiful, but beauty fades. Mm. So once that's gone, then what do you what really you have? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So then it kind of strengthens you even more to feel like, do you know what? I need to really make my inside beautiful, mm-hmm. my spiritual side mm-hmm. beautiful. Your actions and everything yeah, about you. The things that you say, the things that you think, the things that you read, the things that you listen to, because everything that goes into you comes out of you as well. So there was just so much going on. And that really did help me. So when I was interacting with other, other women who were talking about, say, like, weight loss, I would help them with that. But then I'd also be like, but is this your actual goal? Maybe your goal should be more about being more healthy. Mm-hmm. So what are the things that you can do to help you to be more healthy? Maybe that's spending more time with family. Maybe it's reading more. Maybe it's mm-hmm. drinking more water. It could be moving more. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily focusing on losing weight because I could easily just give you a plan and say, this is what you do. And you go to the gym, you can do this, you eat this, restrict yourself, lose weight. Yeah, and that's what it is. So Mm. it's just helping people in that sort of a manner. So, yeah, it just grew. And then I started doing I did a retreat in Spain. Yeah, yeah. that was the the game plan, isn't it? To keep doing retreats. I wanted to do lots of health retreats. So, what was the retreat? So, people came to do a health thing with you in Spain. Yeah. And did that that happen then? It did. Yeah. Because again my husband bless him he's, he's just so good because for me i'm very much like oh no i can't do that can't do that or everything has to be so perfect and i'm just like i've got to have this in place and that in place and he's like you know what you're doing just get on with it mm. do you know what i mean just put it out there advertise see if anyone wants to to take it up and i thought oh no one ain't gonna buy into this just because i want to do it no one's gonna buy this he was like just do it advertise it and within one week I sold out the retreat really like literally and I was like oh my gosh it's happening (laughs) but it's really happening it's like trust the process trust in ya and I'm like Mm -hmm. oh Mm -hmm. yeah and again that helps strengthen me again because it's like I keep on thinking that it's me and it's like no you have a purpose and when you have a purpose it's just going to happen. You're mm. just going to be able to do these things basically effortlessly. You have to put obviously effort into it, but the doors are going to open. Yeah. That's what I mean. We're, yeah. we're too busy trying to search for the door to open yeah. and everything. This is like, no, just get out with the job. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. it, it is that, yeah. but it's how it's been sold to us. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So we're striving for things that we don't need to strive for yes. that way. We need to go that way. Mm. Yes. Right? We need to go over there. But we're running that we're way. Running that mm. way. Hard. Yeah. Hard. Really hard falling over, yeah. bumping into things, yeah. getting elbowed in the yeah. face. And you need to go that, that way. way. If you go that way, it's a lot easier. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Yankee's trying to push you back like, that way. Yeah, and you keep running that way. And he's dragging you and you're like, get off. Go <laughs> that way. Yeah, so, yeah, it's like we just need to get out of the way of ourselves. Yes. Yeah. For everything not, to be able to work. So that's why the scripture keeps telling you, Let don't go. lean on your own intelligence. Don't lean on your own understanding. And that's what gets in the way of us a lot of the time because we're not trusting the process. And I remember just a simple thing about like you plant a seed mm. and you don't know what the seed is doing but the seed yeah. understands that it's a simple process of I get watered I'm planted in this ground I and I know to um, its roots. roots come out first yep. and then I start to sprout yeah. yep. done I'm not arguing with the most I to say oh no I feel I should do it this way you know what I mean so yeah this is what it is. So, so yeah. if I come to you, I mean, I saw some things years ago um, where you even helped young men to lose weight as well and tone up. And, yeah, and so I've never, like I said, I never aimed to do any of these things and it was just a lot of women 
that were drawn to me and I was like, okay, this is what I'm gonna do and I'm just gonna aim everything just at women. And then I had one guy say, oh, can I jump on a challenge? So I started doing challenges as well, like, yeah, I'll do it for free. You know, you can get involved with these things. And then from him joining, then a couple of other guys mm. joined in as well. And it was like, yeah, it just opened up so much more. And then one of the guys, bless him, he um, is actually, well, he had type two diabetes. Okay. So he came onto the challenge and, you know, obviously you have to do your disclaimers and all them sort of things. And I was like, look, you need to contact your doctor if you're gonna be on this. Cause by this point now I was, I'm qualified as a personal trainer. So I says, but you need to get in contact with your doctor, make sure everything's fine with you and whatever. So he did, came back to me and I was working with him and he's like, I've checked my bloods and they're all leveling out and I'm reducing my insulin by mm. being on this challenge with you. And he was like, these things don't normally happen. You know, and it was just by obviously just speaking to him in a positive way. We're together as a community, just, you know, we'd all get up in, in the morning and say, right, we're going to do our workouts and we'll post it all in the room when we've done our workouts, certain foods that was eaten and just spurring each other on. And then he came off completely of all his insulin. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was really, it was brilliant, brilliant wow. guy. Mm. Wow. So was it, what did I see you advertise this week? Was it, is it, I want to say CMOS? CMOS, yeah. CMOS. <laughs> Tell me some more about CMOS. <laughs> I, hear, I hear little bits and I, I hear that it's really good and I've heard lots of people talk. Yeah. I, I don't know exactly, so tell me a bit yeah, more. Yeah, so with the CMOS, that came about when, obviously, we come back from Spain to the UK and I'm like, oh, what am I going to do as a business? <laughs> like, <laughs> how, how, how do you function in a world that's completely, like, locked off and shut down? <laughs> so at first I wasn't even thinking really, like, what am I going to do for money? Because obviously Azaria's working and I'm like lady of leisure and all that good stuff. <laughs> but so I was still doing, like, my um, challenges with people. And then I was using CMOS and things and then I'm telling other people I'm using CMOS and then it was like, oh, why don't I actually start this as a part of my business as well rather than just doing um, the challenges, the exercises and the food plans, incorporate this into people's lives as well. So CMOS, um, I think the first time I ever heard of it was through your granddad where mm. he called it Strongback, the yeah. drink that um, they well, make in the Caribbean. The, the, yeah, yeah, and you call it Irish Moss. Irish yeah. Moss. Mm. Yeah. So it's yes, Irish Moss. I love Irish Moss. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that was sea Yeah, it's yeah, sea moss. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, obviously, That's Irish Moss. That's why they always say it's good for you. Yeah. Yes. And make it back chum. Yes, <laughs> Because your body consists of um, 102 minerals and sea moss contains 92 to 96 depending on where you get the sea moss from and obviously if you mix it with um another um sea vegetable it can actually bring it up to the 102 as well so what does it, it come in powder form i make it no it's a, it's a gel so it literally it'll get, you get the sea moss from the caribbean they sun dry it mm. then i have that shipped over to me and then i rehydrate it and then make it into a gel okay and then i also add like different inf infusions into it to like change the flavors and give like added um health benefits so yeah, I started doing that. And like I say, people know it more as Irish moss, but Irish moss is when it comes from Ireland. Yeah. So obviously the Jamaicans will call it Irish moss regardless where it comes because from, because you've got yeah. a lot of Irish people, people yeah. and influence within Jamaica. Yeah. So yeah, so it's sea moss. So mine is St. Lucian and Jamaican. Mm. Yeah, sea moss. Oh, wow. So how would I take sea moss, like, the, the original yeah. state, like, how, what, um, do what I put it, it in my food? Or yeah, what? so for me, I put it into a herbal tea. So when I make a tea in the morning, like peppermint, well, throughout the day, really, put it into a peppermint tea, just a teaspoon of that and drink it. I put it into my porridge, you can have it in smoothies. You can mix it into, like, a sauce, so if you're just making your dinner and 
you just want it, you can add it as like a thickener. Does it affect the taste or does it, what does it do to no, it? No, the taste like, oh. by itself, it does have a taste, like some of them yeah. do, don't oh, and then, then Because you, you love it straight from the spoon. Yeah, it'll yeah. just take a jar, yeah. just, like from the jar, yeah. straight in his mouth. Yeah, and, and it depends on what flavour as well, because on its own, it really doesn't really, really have, have a flavour. It's just the texture, the kids get yeah. texture. And because it's come straight out of the fridge as well, it's cold. Mm. So it's like, for me, I, I'm not really into like really cold. Just I've got sensitive teeth. Mm. Yeah, so I just put it into a tea. But I do like, you've got ginger and lime, elderberry, maca, um, you've got sarsaparilla. Um, so yeah, there's just so many different infusions that you mm. can have. But it's really good for like your vitality. It's, I always say it's basically any ailment that you've got, CMOS is going to help with it. For real. Mm. Yeah, it's just going to help with it. Like okay. it, um, it helps like with women with like pre-menopause, with the menopause, it helps balancing out your hormones. Um, it helps with anxiety, depression, Simeon's um, weight loss. Was it Simeon? What's that? Who mentioned about his granddad and he felt the CMOS had helped him. Oh no, oh yeah, sorry. No, his, his name's Simeon. not Simeon, but I know oh, who yeah, you're yeah. speaking about. Yeah. yeah, so I have a customer and he was buying CMOS off me regular and his dad got taken into hospital to get, um, with pneumonia mm. and obviously with the pandemic he wasn't allowed to like go in to visit him mm. but his room um, at the hospital he was able to actually go to the window and pass it through oh, right. so he would he ordered a load of CMOS off me and he said dad just take this put this into your, your drink so we'd put it into his orange juice and you know keep it to the side and he'd been having this drink every single day like throughout the day and he ended up coming home, bless him. Do you know what I mean? He was like healed and everything. But there was a few other guys who were there with him that they just progressed, well, digressed, sorry, and started to get worse and worse, mm. got put onto ventilators. And his dad's in his 80s. Yeah. And he literally said, like, CMOS has saved my dad's life. Wow. Yeah, and he sent me a voice note. And I was like, no, that's a big statement. Like, wow. you know, mm -hmm. praise the most high. And he was just like... Seriously, and I was like, "Can I advertise this? Can I put this out there so that people know?" And he was yeah. like, "Yeah." He says, "The more people know about it, the better." Yes. Do you know what I mean? Because he says, "I feel like if he hadn't have got this CMOS, then he just wouldn't have been Isn't alive." He's in, he's in the hospital, or this medication, yeah, or these tablets, or these pharmaceuticals, mm. and yet the answer again is right in front of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it was. See, moss, you know, yeah. it's the most simple thing. Yeah. And it is, it's so easy, you know, you just get a jar and you just put it into, like you say, you put it into your tea or you put it into your porridge or you just take a spoon in the morning, put it into your mouth, swallow yeah. it, have a little bit of water. Like it's, it takes a second. It's yeah. wow. nothing too, you know, it's not wild, it's not outlandish. No. And I feel like a lot of the time, that's what people don't really do. It's the simple things. Yeah. I think they think it's easier somehow to have something a bit more complicated rather than just, you know... Do this. Think yeah. about what you eat, think about what you're drinking. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. and sleep and the things that you watch, mm. you know. Yeah. It's all connected, your yeah. mind. We talked yeah. about this last week, didn't we? Mm. Casey yeah. was talking about yeah. this last week, about, you know, especially the young people playing video games and, yeah. you know... Killing hundred people on cut a day. Yeah, hundred yeah. people turns into seven hundred people a week, and, and yeah. so on and so on. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, um, it's true. Yeah. All right. We ask all our guests this. Yeah. Well, before before I ask you this question, <laughs> sorry, I've got, got a couple more questions yeah. before we finish. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> um, you've covered a lot of the questions that I had anyway. Oh, okay. So, okay. <laughs> um, 
how did you meet? What happened? Was it love at first sight? Love Who approached him? What happened? Can you remember? I loved him from the day I met this man. Wow. He, 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 he's got a different story. He didn't love me, but I was just like... Wow, oh, you can't yeah. say I didn't love you. <laughs> 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 we'll just leave the room like you said. Yeah, yeah, Jesus. It was through my cousin. Yeah. And that's how we met. You know what I mean? So you were 17 when you met? No, I was 19. You were 19 and you were 17. 16, yeah. Okay. And basically, yeah, I'd I'd been living in my flat and my cousin, he came to live with me at the flat and he was in his last year at school with Sarah. Mm. And he'd invite people to the flats. I'm like, just be mindful of you being up to my flat. Mm. And um, um, when I first saw Sarah... I asked him straight away, are you checking it? <laughs> you know I mean? So, obviously I was interested, but I thought, hmm, just be mindful because she's still in school and yeah, you're now, can. you know what I mean, and you're now at university. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, wait, and just wait and wait. And then as, as time progressed, it became obvious that Sarah liked me, I liked her, so I actually asked her, yeah. and she said no. Yeah. So you said no? Yeah, because I'm like one of those cheeky people, like... <laughs> And I'm quite sarcastic and I've got that manner, which she still doesn't quite get after, like, 26 years. Her sarcasm is so off. Yeah, it's, it's proper off. dry. You know what I mean? It's dry. Yeah, it's that dry. you think that she's actually been a witch. Yeah. Yeah. And if you yeah. didn't know her, you'll be like, yeah. mm, where's that answer? Yeah. No, that, that's so... It was just like one it of was them. in such a vulnerable position as well. Like, would you go out with me? And I'm like, no. no. Hard to drop. Like, uh, Send like, away. Oh, and it wow. went so quiet and I was like, oh, Oh, we didn't get the no tone. Okay. <laughs> I was joking. I'm yeah. joking. Oh, this is awkward. <laughs> it was real awkward. <laughs> so, yeah, that was the start. Oh, that was the start nice. of it. Yeah. yeah. I was just saying to Sarah when we broke it a second ago and saying that. So, 16. Imagine being 16 and thinking, in my 40s, I'm going to still be with this man. Yeah. We're gonna have children and grandchildren together. Mm. You know, imagine that. Could could you imagine that at that time? Was, was that? No, for me, I was like, I think I always wanted to settle down. I always wanted to have like that one person in my life that I'm gonna be with forever. Mm. But then I was like, kids. I just thought, no, I want to adopt children. I just thought, no, they just ruin your body. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, because when you're at that age, like 16, 15, and when you're younger, do you know what I mean? You just feel like, well, maybe it's different now when you speak to some younger people, but me at that time, I was thinking, oh, no, like, mm. what do you want to have kids? Like, I wanted to adopt as well. Like, I always thought, like, it would be so nice rather than actually having, like, a child of my own. I thought if I can help somebody else who was, like, less fortunate. Mm. But then also I had the vanity side of things as well, which mm. I've grown out of, but... At the time, I didn't... I don't know. I, I guess I never really put too much thought into it that we would be together forever. I, again, I didn't... Same thing. Same. I wanted to be with somebody because mm. once I got my own place, I thought I don't want any Tom, Dick and Harry passing through my yeah. place. So mm. I wanted somebody to try and get serious with. And I guess this is where Sarah looks at me and she thinks, oh... He didn't love me at first. You know what I mean? It was a case of I was growing into it. Mm. And I'll be and I can I can be real now. At the time I was a wimp in terms of, you know how men are and they don't want to commit and they don't want to give too much of themselves because they're like, oh I could be vulnerable and rear rear rear. So it was a bit like that where 
it was a bit of false bravado as we was building and then I didn't want to give my all and then I remember speaking to my mum and it was like I do like this girl and it was like then you know I mean step it up and then it was from as <laughs> when, when we had our little break and then I saw saw Sarah and I was just like mm. no 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 I can't be on the break with this girl this I'm panicking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> panic, no but get where it's coming from no <laughs> for real no I did it, wasn't, it was a panic and it was everything and, I, and that's panic. when I, I had a talk with myself and I said stop being a wimp at the end of the day if you're going to be with this girl give her your all mm. and if she breaks your heart she breaks your heart yeah. you might learn something from it so that was the starting point of me just giving my all and then from that point, I just never looked back. And the more mm. I gave, the more she gave. The more I gave, the more she gave. Yeah. And the next thing you know, we're just like, yeah! <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, I think that's what it is as well. Because yeah. I, I feel like at the beginning, I had like this, you know, in your mind, you have this sort of like TV idea of what it would be like mm. to be in a relationship. Like the guy is going to be taking me out all the time. It's going to mm. be buying me gifts constantly. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like we're going to argue and everything's going to get passionate afterwards. Like, First of all, like this guy, he does not argue for nothing, and I learned that right at the beginning. Trying to poke him, mm. yeah, it's not working. It's just no. like, oh, whatever. It says, look, Forget at the end it. of the day, you know, we're in a relationship, mature adults. We don't need to do that. If you yeah. have a problem or I have a problem, we can sit down and talk yeah. about it. We don't need to be shouting at each other. Yeah. We don't need to get nasty with each other. We don't need to, you know, call each other names. And yeah. I'm like, oh, what? You- <laughs> I don't understand this. You don't. When am I going to get my head in every program yeah. we yeah. ever yeah. watch growing up? That's how it's sold. Yeah. This is how relationships are. Yeah. This is yeah, what you must I think, do. Well, if you care, then you would be like, woman, why are you going out like that? Don't go out like that sort of thing. And it's like, no, you no. don't need to shout at each other and have <laughs> attitude. And then, yeah, oh. since then, it's just always been calm, isn't it? Mm. Mr. H described you as a power couple. Yeah, you are power. Nottingham's power couple. I'm yeah, you. man. You know, twenty six. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. I think, and that's, I that's say, what that's solidified probably, it as well. Yeah, into having it. Your, so, yeah. Once, yeah. Once we started walking in the ways of, of the Most High, because that was mm. that was the reason why we actually left the UK to go and yeah. live in Spain. Because I'd gotten to the stage where I was, I'd learnt so much. And now I wanted to implement it in my household. And as I'm implementing mm. things in my household, nobody's receptive. And oh, in fact, they were. You know what I mean, like I shouldn't lie, they were receptive. But it was a case of while Daddy's around, we'll do. But when Daddy's not around, or when Nazar is mm. not around, uh-huh. they was back yeah. to doing their own thing and rear it. So it was like okay. So then that's when I realised, you know what, we need to separate from the UK. And, and the separation from any distractions mm. and for just focus on this 100%. And mm. I prayed and I put my hands and prayed and because far we are, if this is going to flop, I'm going to give you my all. And mm-hmm. if this flops, then I know you're not real. But if it doesn't flop, I mm. know that you're real and I'm just going to live my life walking in your ways and just telling you and showing people you. Mm. And mm. as we've gone to Spain... <laughs> At first we got there and it was like family looking to get involved in everything. But yeah. my plan was we're not going out to Spain to get involved in all the different activities. We're going out there to be set apart, yeah. to understand these laws, these commands, these instructions and how they work in our lives and then see and reap and reap the benefits from mm. them. Because this is something that a lot of people seem to forget that the Most High is giving you blessings and he's mm. offering you these blessings 
for walking in his ways. Mm-hmm. I wasn't doing it for the blessings. I was doing it because it just made sense. Yeah. Yeah. But I wanted my family to see it. Yeah. So we was out there in Spain and then as we're walking and as working, the first year was a bit challenging, wasn't it? Because yeah. it was it was a wrestling match. But we, we missed a lot of things as well. Like yeah. when you first move over there, like for me, it was like everything just tasted different. Mm. So like even seasonings and stuff and you're just like, oh, I can't season my food properly mm-hmm. because it just doesn't taste the same. Mm. Or obviously like I'd miss my mum, so the kids would miss the grandparents. Mm. And it was, that was quite hard to... Mm be so far away Wait. and even though we'd Skype call and network you know, wasn't there mm. yeah but it, it just wasn't the same when you couldn't just see them and hug them and things mm. like our youngest two kind of thought that their their grandma lived in a laptop <laughs> <laughs> you know because it was like she was just in the laptop all oh. the time that's where she is so well, when them two they don't really know England this no, is their first this year, is their first year ever in England, England. Really? yeah mm. they don't really know England because they were born yeah. and We'd gone. We went before even the um, before Sapphire, the smallest one, before she even had her first birthday. Yeah, because she was ten months, wasn't wow. she? Wow. Yeah. So okay. She went. So I've got one last question. Yeah. It's a, a question that Mr. H and I ask all our guests. The show's called Nuts. What you think? Yes. So nuts. What do you think? If you was to describe nuts, or you was to say to, you know, you was a travel guide or something like, and say telling nuts people about nuts uh, serious and you can don't hold back yeah nuts what you think nuts what do I think okay from a music perspective Nottingham what do I think woof or woolly for talent in Nottingham mm. there's a heck of a lot of talent but we're in a city it's a small city and there's not enough of showing people the business side of stuff. A lot of people have come up doing music and have not understood the business because there's two words, it's music and business. Mm. And from what I've researched and I'm studying, the business side is like 80% or more. Mm. So considering that people aren't focusing on business, you begin to realise why you've not had too much joy or too much things happening from Nottingham. But when it does pop off, Mm. it's been really good. But talent-wise, in Nottingham, there's a there's a huge amount of talent mm. in Nottingham um, what about the city itself the city itself everything to do be- with the city everything to do with city location wise brilliant location this is when we went on the Stop the Violence tour yeah you know what I mean I remember oh, what was his name with Tubby T Oh, Irish Moss, not Irish Moss, Specialist Moss. Oh, yes, Specialist Moss. He would say to us, like, and Stylo, was it Stylo? And Stylo G. Yeah. And no, not Stylo G, but G. he was called Stilo. Stilo, right. Stilo. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, he, they, would, they, would, they would say, You guys don't ramp to travel because for them guys, a lot of them are coming from London. Everywhere's and then far. Everywhere, everywhere's far. Yeah. Whereas for us, we're in the middle of the country. Yeah. And yeah, we'll nice. go anywhere. and we'll come back. Yeah. We'll go, we'll come back. We'll go, we'll come back. Yeah, we'll see you we'll tomorrow. Gig we'll see you tomorrow. We'll go to college in the morning. Like, exactly. we'll pull an all nighter, <laughs> come home, take a shower, and then just go and to college, college. And then yeah. come home and then sleep. <laughs> so, yeah, location and geographically, yeah. brilliant. You know what I mean? I remember mm. going to a seminar, and this seminar was talking about the region we're in is a very competitive region mm. because you've got Nottingham, Leicester, and Derby all of roughly similar sizes, all competing. Mm. So it's a vibrant economy if somebody can crack it. Yeah. Whereas the other regions, 
they've always got one city swallowing mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. West Midlands is Birmingham. Birmingham. Yeah. <laughs> South Yorkshire is Sheffield. North Yorkshire Manchester, is Leeds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Lancashire, Manchester, Merseyside, Liverpool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Tyneside, Newcastle. Yeah. So they've got all these big cities that swallow everything. Yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. our region, you've got things of similar size because Northampton ain't that small and Peterborough is just over here and that yeah. ain't that small neither. Yeah. So we're in a vibrant type of economy um, situation we could develop a, a vibrant economy um, staying on the business side I think there's certain things where it's a bit slow a lot of people I don't know whether it's a case of oh, the perception is I, I, again it's just to do with the fact that they've not understood the business side of things mm-hmm. and the perception is that they're greater than actually what they're doing. And it's like, no, don't get deceived. You know what I mean? Nottingham is tiny. Yes. In perspective, when you look at Nottingham, Nottingham wouldn't even make it in the top 10 big cities in Great Britain. Mm-hmm. That's how tiny Nottingham is. So recognise, just because you're popping in Nottingham City, and you might be popping in the same time, and yeah. not, you know what I mean? You've still got a heck of a lot of work to do. You've yeah. got to branch out. You know what I mean? So there's that. Um... I don't know. A lot of people say there's some sort of weird curse on Nottingham where it's like you, there's this crabs in the barrel mentality. Yeah. And, and everybody's pulling, and everyone's pulling each other down and not pushing each other up. Mm. And to some small degree, I, I, I agree. But to a lesser degree, I just, think it, I, just, I just think it's just a case of things need to be put in place and there's just a lot of things that are missing something needs certain things just need putting in place to yeah. say okay then this is the structure where everybody can support each other because obviously when you've got immense talent everybody wants to be first and it's not just music talent it's, you know what I mean mm. DJ talent obviously yeah. it's a city well known for fashion as well yeah. you know what I mean and that stuff I remember when we was was you in the car that time when we was with Gina Yashere yeah. I'm my auntie. Yeah. Yeah. And she was like saying she ah, she loves Nottingham because Nottingham's the place where she's coming to get her shoes. Because there's <laughs> mm. more shoe, female shoe shops in Nottingham yeah. per square, whatever, than other places. So she loves to come up here for that. So you know what I mean? There's that sort of stuff. I don't really tend to dwell on the negative too much. Mm. Okay. I just think you have to lead by example. Because like for me personally, it's like I just love Nottingham. Yeah. And I feel like I, I I think I love it just because I see a potential mm. and obviously I've lived here for a long time bar the years that I was in Spain but everything that I do I always want to try and like uplift people so no matter where it is that I go or who I interact with I'm like if I get put into a position to do something I want to try and bring other people up with me mm. um so I do see that there is that's there is a negative side with um with regards to business and stuff like that because it's sort of like I guess there's a little bit of envy sometimes because people can see see you doing something or perceive you to be doing something mm. and I think they're worried that you're going to get up there before mm. they do mm. but for me I'm like yeah come on you guys you can yeah. do it and I feel like anyone who gets up there is not making me get up there but I feel like I'm part of your journey mm. and I just feel so proud to be part of that or to say they're from Nottingham like I say when Denzi's tune will come on and even to this day I'm mm. still like yes Denzi <laughs> and you know I could be in a supermarket and I'm that crazy lady screaming <laughs> because I just love to show love do you know what mm. I mean so it's just I feel like we should just be more of an example to people within mm. Nottingham um so yeah, the people that I'm trying to interact with more, 
they I think they're realizing that with me like I'm not trying to bring people down mm, or whatever I'm really trying to energy. yeah because like, I'm working on the radio at the moment as well so whilst I'm doing that I'm trying to bring other businesses in mm. to highlight the things that they're doing and obviously people could see that as a detriment because I've got my own business and it's a health business and really I should be promoting myself but I'm like no I want to be promoting other people mm. and then the same with music it's like I try and bring young artists in or I'm playing their songs and stuff so it's like there was so much good out there. Like, I just feel like, yeah, Nottingham's really good. It's got a lot of potential. Mm. Um, I do feel a little bit, though, it's kind of losing itself slightly with the fact that there's so many students from different areas. That... It's always been like that. That's how I came here. Well, mm. I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say that because in, in a way it adds to it because I do like the different cultures and you've got like different things that are coming in different foods and different attitudes but then also the certain attitudes that can be brought within uh, mm. hey up love yeah. morning duck yeah. you know we're very much like that and I feel like sometimes the other influences that mm. are around they're not as friendly because we've mm. travelled quite a lot so when you go to places say further down south or London they think you're crazy when you talk to them no. on the mm. uh, don't talk you to know, me on the underground you know if you say morning why to are someone, you being pleasant why I've got no time yeah. for you I'm on my way to work why you stop yeah. smiling at me yeah you smile at someone yeah. and they're just like look away because yeah. like, they're like why? why are you smiling at me <laughs> you know so again it's trying to break down those barriers so I well, kind of just to jump on that because yeah. that, that's something that I guess, it, it, with regards to the students being in Nottingham, I've seen over the years there's been a huge switch mm. in terms of people are catering more for the students yeah. and less and for the locals who yeah. live here, yeah. which, is, which is a bit of a disappointment. But again, if you're an opportunist, you look at that and you think, do you know what? Let's yeah. supply something and oh, do something, yeah. yeah, and fit in. If it's going you know to be a mean? student sitting, you know what I mean. If it's going to be a student sitting, bringing them in, and then, putting up more accommodations. Then, and, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that's 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 something mm-hmm. that's a bit disappointing because I really wouldn't want to see Nottingham go the way like Coventry went through a bad patch, and you know what I mean. Other cities, where it just becomes so focused and it's a student student driven town. Mm. You know what I mean? Well, we can struggle, like you've seen with the pandemic. If mm. everything shuts down and all the students go back to their cities, yeah. then what? Yeah. Who's who's buying yeah. products? Mm. Or yeah. you know what I mean? So yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. Before we go, is there anything you want to talk about? Anything coming up? Or anything? Obviously, we got White Yardie coming up. Yes. Anything else? And tell us the details about White Yardie. Okay, the White Yardie event that's happening on the 29th of January, Saturday 29th of January. Um, There's only a few early bird tickets left. Yeah. Because they've been moving. The first, as soon as we announced it, the early birds nearly sell out. So then we've got a few left and then the standards will be on sale for that. Um, Other things coming up. As you can see, I'm wearing the positive positive hip-hop top, which is um, a project that is... um, currently working at um, YMCA Digital down in that studio at the moment and um, I should have brought you guys a copy of it because the first copy of the Good News Music it was a compilation album and the compilation album is an audio book and it's just to continue to keep empowering young people's minds with positive messages positive sounds and then I need to step up and get positive imagery because I've just been yo you've seen my phone innit so yeah, yeah <laughs> right. I need to step up with my social media game. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. So this is why sometimes when you communicate with me, I'm long. I don't know what it is, and I have to go on the laptop. That's and then... look how all the buttons that's, are all no, worn that, out. That's you know what me. I mean? That just shows no, me that he's not fallen victim. Yeah, focus, man. But yeah. Yeah. 
because it's always there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. People are now so used to the yeah. way that things yeah. are. That's what I you're say outside of that yeah. box. Yeah. So you kind mm. of... But then you've got that choice though, isn't it? When you're ready to come back in, you can yeah. come back in and you're Yeah. 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 You, you know, so, so, yeah. So that's, that's what we're working on now. You know what I mean? Because ideally, I want to get the um, Good News Music Project and the Positive Hip Hop albums to be a year, a yearly thing as a yearly mm. compilation. Mm. So then that can come out. And that's it, really. And then just continuing doing events because that's how we've kind of, like, funded and financed a lot of the projects that we do. You know what I mean? Never been great with funding off English. Just haven't been. Just haven't, you know what I mean? I, I, we only got good because of Stop the Violence. After yeah. Stop the Violence, it was like, wow! And then everyone wanted to give us, do you want some money for this? Yeah. Yeah, go on then. We'll have that. <laughs> so we're not even filling out the forms properly, but, we, you know what I mean? It was like, okay, yeah, we can so do this. We can do this. So then, yeah. yeah. Well, we, we started that way, innit? Yeah. Started that yeah, way. That's good. Self-reliant. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, from me... Mr. B. And me, Mr. H. And Raw Talent. <laughs> We're going to leave you. You got, you got some music for us, Mr. I can play you right, son. Yeah. All right, then. Thank you, Raw Talent. Thank you for having us. You get speechless. No? You're in my heart. You're in my voice. You're in my toes. You're in my toes.